What up? This episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by StockX. StockX is the world's first online stock market of things for high-demand consumer products, including sneakers, watches, and handbags. And though I don't really collect sneakers and I don't need any handbags, I have definitely used StockX for watches. StockX connects buyers and sellers using the same methodology as the world's stock markets, an anonymous live bid-ask market. All products are physically authenticated by StockX. StockX, allowing participants to focus on the transparency of data available, including real-time market pricing, in-depth market analysis, individual portfolio tracking, historical sales, and volume metrics. That means no stressing about shady buyers and sellers, no lengthy descriptions, and no blurry pictures to decipher. All you have to worry about is finding the watch you want and placing a bid you feel comfortable with. StockX makes buying and selling watches online a lot better. Give it a try yourself at StockXWatches.com. That's StockXWatches.com. And I'd like to welcome back Auto Tempest. You know what Auto Tempest does well? They save you time. Whether you're just browsing around to see what the market's like, or whether you are actually looking to buy a car today, one thing you don't want to do is double or triple work. Stock, <coughs> StockX, whoops, I took it back for a second. Auto Tempest <laughs> searches all the top car listings in one place. Sites like Cars.com, eBay Motors, CarSoup, CarsDirect, and many more, plus many individual dealers and private sellers. Then compare those results from AutoTrader and all of Craigslist nationwide in one place at Auto Tempest. It's rad. If you look at a car up on Auto Tempest, you're going to see the whole country, not just a 200-mile radius around your city. So you can find the exact car you want for the best price without wasting a ton of your time browsing around to see all those different sites, typing in the same information, same menus over and over. I love Auto Tempest when I want to check the market before buying a car. By selling a car, I am always at autotempest.com. It saves me time, and I don't have a lot of time. That's why I love Auto Tempest. So check it out, autotempest.com. You know what's annoying? Finding out there's extra things wrong with your car when you're under the hood. And if you live in a dry, hot climate, your belts, your hoses, your rubber items, they're going to dry out, they're going to crack, and in some cases, if they do, they can cause major, major problems. But... That's what I, we've got Continental belts and hoses. They are OE in tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and Volkswagens. Well, now Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's the OE technology series, belts that are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has an OE technology series multi-V belt for 98% of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. You get enough surprises working on cars and trucks. A belt should not be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit OETechnologySeries.com. That's OETechnologySeries.com. 
On this episode of the podcast, Jeff Glucker is in studio. Uh, I haven't seen Jeff in a while. I miss the old boy. Uh, we talk about some of the new cars that we have uh, driven, his uh, his project Mercedes, and my Mercedes as well. Um, and we uh, we take it all over the place to answer your questions. It's a good show. Jeff is a quality guest, host of the Hooniverse podcast and the Hooniverse YouTube series. Jeff Glucker on the Smoking Tire podcast. To. Smoking Tire Podcast. Here it is. This is the this is the show. This is the show now. We're starting the show right now. What's happening? What's going on, man? What's happening, Jeff Glucker from Hooniverse? Nothing, uh, Matt from the Smoking Tire. No. Uh, it must be like <laughs> that it's Ben's day. You got we both yeah. got we both rolled old Benzes today. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I was going to drive my press car up here, but um, parking it would have sucked because it's huge. Oh, you have a transit or something? Oh, God, that's funny. You were on Twitter, like, extolling the virtues of the transit. It's so... I should I should have brought it to show you how awesome it is. Is it, like, the full-size one? Yes. Like the, is it, like, a 15-passenger? Is it cargo? Yes. It is? It's a 14, I think. Oh so it's God. a 350 medium roof. There's three roofs, low, medium, high. Uh-huh. And then there's um, three lengths. I think there's a length. I think there's an extended that's longer that does more. I'm gonna pull up cargo. on Ford's website and find us a Transit. So the re the whole reason I got this car what is the because fuck? Oh, commercial vehicles. Uh, that's the easiest way to do it. Transit commercial. So I is this commercial or passenger though? The, well, I I have a commercial, but the size of it is the same. Oh my um, god, this fucking thing is huge. So that bro. looks like a high roof. Yeah, and my the medium roof's you know right. Wait, here. where's we can go back to the medium roof? Yeah, oh, there was boy. the photo that had all three of them lined up. Yeah, and Where I had commercial uh, vehicles, transit. This yeah, one. okay, medium roof. So <laughs> the reason I got this is because Bradley Brownell, friend of you know everybody. Yes, in the Bradley of Jalopnik and Radwood fans. Yes. He uh, he wrote an article on Jalopnik about how Ford is secretly making an awesome transit. And, you know, I say secretly just because I don't follow transit news. Um, you don't? This one. Ford is selling a new supervan, and they aren't even making a big deal about it. Now, this, to call something a supervan. Bolt. Okay, so you have to, you have to back it down from Because the original supervan was the XJ220 Mule. Well, where it they, had a mid-engine. They also made other ones, though. They did a one, two, and three. So that uh -huh. they they did a bunch of variations on it. Um, but yeah, basically Group C race car. Yeah. So, but the current one, the the base engine in a Transit is a three point seven in, in the states. The base engine is a three point seven liter V six, which is not like a special. Mustang V six, basically, right? Um, three hundred horsepower. Yeah. Uh, no, it's because it's an F one fifty V six that is two hundred. 50 or 270 oh, different, so different cam profiles probably <laughs> slightly different tune yeah. um and then there's a base inline five power stroke which is actually kind of interesting okay but doesn't make it that means diesel off. inline five yep. diesel yep uh -huh. and it makes 350 torque which okay. is but so the engine i have i specifically asked for the 3.5 liter EcoBoost v6 which is the the big one right 310 horse yeah 400 torque Six speed auto. It's an F one fifty rear wheel right? drive and uh, EcoBoost. No, not the EcoBoost Mustang engine, but it is the detuned version of the Raptor and the Ford GT. Right, 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 right. So it's already it's it's hilarious fun in this thing. And then imagine it with, like, imagine if you bought one of these and took it to Mountain. That'd be rad. And wheels and tires, because they offer cool colors. There's a, like an almost BRG. In Europe, you've been able to get like 
there's like a Shelby Transit with the stripes and that. shit. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird and silly. Wait, hang on. I bet I can find it. So that green is cool. Yeah. Then they offer a really good blue, a really good red. Um, the Here. oh look at that. <laughs> no, for real. This is a fucking that's thing. A, yeah, that's a I think that's, that's a, a Shelby Transit fourth gen. It's a last transit. gen, but I yeah. but I see these. But in no, Europe. no, look. This one says 2018, so they do have a newer one. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, it's a Connect 2018 oh, Shelby see, okay, Transit. Oh, okay, so that's the Connect. smaller one. No, yeah, no, they. I've seen a full size Transit in Europe somewhere. The Shelby Transit. That one I has stripes, know. but the yeah. one at the top looked. This looked like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I drive, I'm driving it around, and it drives nice. Tons yeah. of visibility. Pretty comfortable. It's rear drive. Rear drive. Right. In the states, we only get rear drive. Other parts of the world get front or all wheel drive. Uh, I know this because I literally shot the video this mm. morning. Um, I tried to do a brake stand, but it wouldn't kick over. Oh, really? <laughs> just to try. I wanted to can fly. Can you not it. disable traction control? You can disable traction control, but the wheels just won't brake. <laughs> like it's just sitting there revving. And then I even tried to like drive it a little bit and then, and then force it into yeah, a brake yeah, yeah. stand. And it just, no. it didn't like, I got like a little chirp and then it, it stopped. Oh, um, but wah, wah. I, I did try. <laughs> um, so it's, it's surprisingly Dude, awesome. I could you see taken the building of your these. Van out. No, I didn't yet. put one on Instagram. Uh, no, I have one with the mountain bike in the back of it, but that's it. If you go scroll up more, it's for, no, no, the other way. No, that's um, it. It's right there. Oh, oh yeah. Here we go. So it, that's my bike. Follow in Jeff the back of it. on Instagram at Hooniverse Jeff. Simple. Simple. Easy. It looks good with a mountain bike in it. It looks like you're ready to live in that thing on Venice Beach. Hashtag van life for sure. Cameron Weiss, who I do the watch podcast with in this very room. Uh, what are you wearing? You got a G-Shock, oh, a right? G-Shock. Red G-Shock? Yeah, yeah. I like that. I went Seiko today. It's nice. Gold Seiko oh, Turtle. I like that one. This is a great fucking watch, and it's one of my... If not the cheapest watch I have, and I wear it all the fucking time. I stole this from my brother, and then he let me keep it. And then my dog chewed this part up, so some water got in, so oh, the hands no. don't work anymore. Seriously? Well, they don't tell time, but the, all the digital stuff still works, so I still wear it. I think it's time for you to get a new watch. I agree, but... We can um, get you a new G-Shock. Yeah, we should talk. You want to buy my gold G-Shock? I love the gold go, G-Shock. I have one. It's fire. Okay. It's so fun to wear. You would be, it would actually be perfect for you. Is it? It's it's metal gold, right? Oh, it's yeah. Not, yeah, okay. Because it'd yeah, be funny yeah. if they did like the rubber gold. No, yeah, yeah. It's it's um, it's it's um, metal, and it's fucking... Uh, it's glorious. Where is it? Here it is. Yeah, it's, that's... Dude, it's so awesome. Like... It it isn't just metal, right? It reflects gold on oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, you did, did you the picture. picture yeah. it's so. I also I also rad. love um like this one because it looks more the, the style. old school. And yeah. then the black and gold ones they mm-hmm. did are so awesome. Some of these G Shocks are kind of expensive, um, but the the gold anniversary one it's really hard to find limited edition. I think they only made fifteen hundred of them, but it's badass. Okay, if you would like to buy it, I would sell it to we'll you. We'll talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause I need to simplify my life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You um, do. but more, Cameron was more than people know. I know Cameron who, uh, who lives in or who works in this building with me doing this, doing our show, um, has, uh, uh, a sprinter, a four by a four by four sprinter. And he built, you know, his own right. kind of, uh, living quarters in the back of it. See, that's cool. And I, I, I was picturing that with the, so I like the way the sprinter looks on the outside better. Yeah. And especially the four by four slightly lifted. Um, pretty cool, but the way that this drives this transit with that EcoBoost motor mm. is amazing. Like, well, it, everyone says it feels much more modern than any other van. Yes, around. And then imagine, say, the wheels from your RS 
imagine them on this and then a mountain tune yeah um and some exhaust I mean, that'd be amazing shout out to 1552 yeah. for these wheels did you see on my instagram the eight integrales and 18s i have been delinquent i apologize folks i have intended to go out and shoot a video because now i have the kw adaptive coilovers right with the minus ones on the wheels and pirelli tires and I am actually shooting it on Thursday. I've been, I've had press cars. I've been delinquent. I had the Aston Vantage. Have you had a go in that? Did yeah, you, you and it? I had very different experiences. Well, I've been, wanna, I've been talk following about that? along with you. Yes. Talk about it. Did, so, you, did you drive the same car? Did you have the same blue? No, the dark I had red. Blue. I had red. So here's the one I had. This, it looks black in this photo, but it's actually a dark blue with a, with a blue interior. It's blue on blue. Was the, was the blue interior good though? No. Okay. No, it was weird. Yeah, you and I had very different experiences. I have a picture of the so Aston what was yours? on mine on my insters. Um, I'll find it I had a red talking. one, and the title of my video is "This is the best Aston Martin ever built." I had zero issues with the car. So interesting. Uh, I had no oh, panel gaps like you had. Here's the one. Oh, yours looks good with the bike on. I it, know. Too. Look at that, huh? <laughs> That's fucking. Is this the suction cup bracket? Yeah, I try to put it on as many cars as possible. Yeah. Someone, Someone joked that I was going to put it on the roof of this transit just because you because you can. <laughs> right. You need a ladder to get up there. I like this. I may get a suction cup rack for skis. You should. I'm worried about a temperature affecting it though. What happens if I put it on here in in L.A. and then I drive up to Mammoth and it's freezing cold? That's a great question that I don't know the answer yeah, to. I will either. say I use this rack on the back of an Audi S5 Sportback mm -hmm. to Yosemite and back. Mm. So that's confidence inspiring. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then somebody before I bought it, I saw a video of a guy who tested it somewhere in Utah, like one of these rich Utah-based vloggers who yeah. has a Lambo. Yeah. Uh, it was either a Lamborghini or a McLaren. I think it was an Huracan, though. He has a roof box mm. with the same company makes its four small suctions at each corner mm -hmm. of the roof box. And he took it on a, you know, closed road, just closed an, road. an empty road in the middle yes. of nowhere. So whatever. And he got up to like 160 or 170 and the nut, no red even showed on the cups. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I was just, you know, the speed isn't what would concern me because right. I've had the suction cup mounts, you know, cameras at very right. high speeds. What was it's temperature and drastic altitude changes. Yeah. Like what if I drive up to, to 6,000 feet? You know, does the air, does the change in air density affect it? That, I don't know. That's a good question. And I, another thing that made me feel good about it is like, like you putting expensive cameras. Yeah, yeah. At high speeds. Yeah, so. yeah. And I have lost two of them doing that. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> like, like it's not a perfect system. Or GoPros. No, I've lost two 5Ds. Oh. Um, but both, I think, were... Uh, in one case, I put one on a guy's car. It was an NSX we were filming. And he didn't necessarily know. We t I told him to go out and do three laps around the track. And he did like twelve. Oh, and I. Tr it was just. It was just on there too long, and it was too hot out. And he was going real fast, and it came off, and it sent the thing flying. On another time, I tried to use like a hi hat extending rod, oh, yeah, yeah. and I had the camera just too far out. I right. had the camera like four feet off Where the car. Where you need like the thick poles. To well, I had, uh, yeah, but I only had one thick pole and oh. the rest were rods mm. and it, uh, it sailed off at like 130 miles an hour. <laughs> nice. But normally they don't. Normally, if you just use a normal size triangulation, yeah, they don't. Yep. But I, if anyone in the comments has experience, uh, with these suctiony cuppy bike or ski racks going from sea level to altitude or from hot to cold, let me know. You need like John Olson on the podcast. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, on, my, so, on my third Gallardo, what I did was, <laughs> I would, I, I bet John Olsen's cool as shit. I bet he's awesome. You're out there, Johnny. Hook it up. I, I, re, I watch his vlog just because his life's amazing. Is his vlog good? 
dude, it's always him in Monaco with his super hot wife and his buddies and his crazy cars. He chopped the roof off that G500, uh, four by the squared. He made a convertible? He, yeah, a roadster. Like he took the roof off and it does the rear deck. He did, um, teaking, like yacht style teak deck. That is it's so, in Monaco. is this his Instagram? No, let me find, hang on. What's his Instagram? John. I have no. It's like Olsen Here one. Is. There it this is. One? But John his, Olsen his one? Mercedes. Um, All right, I'll find. I'll find his Javagan. Oh, there it is in the background. But. Wow. While well, he does a fucking Red Bull commercial, of course. Here's his. I mean, with teak. That's teak, huh? Yeah. And no headrests. I guess. Yeah. It's like a G five hundred. And it's jolly. so big because yeah. it's the the whatever the squared version. Oh, oh dude. All right. It's amazing. A hundred percent. I'm on board. Yes. I'm a hundred percent on board. You know what it looks like. If from far away, it looks like a Volkswagen thing. It kind looks of, like a yeah, Schwimmwagen. That angle helps, and obviously the camo. It's, yeah, the camo it's so hides its ridiculousness. Actually, but when you see it in video with someone next to it, Boss, how big it is, dude. Yeah, look at. I mean, look at this. Oh guy yeah, if you're, if you stay, there's a human standing next to it's it. So it's big. so big, silly. Oh, I'm so glad oh, you and just got me to follow John Olson's um, Instagram. Though. They vlog with reds. <laughs> They vlog with, with cameras. For those of you who don't know camera um, costs, if you don't know they what a start at 30. Oh, it looks good in the brown camo. Oh, That's probably dude. just a filter. I, yeah, it's probably true. But I really like this guy. Yeah. That guy is good. He's, he's had the raddest great. cars. He did that. Um, what was it? It's the race car. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, made it for the road. Yeah. I can't. All right, there's no more pictures of the Javagan, but that's fucking hilarious. They're, I'm you. sure they're waiting. You know, Good I'm for sure you, John gonna, Olson. Yeah. Wait, okay, so back it. to the Aston Vantage. Yes, okay, so I had, I had no issues. Uh-huh. The AMG motor was fantastic. No warning lights. My car had no bad panel gaps at all. This My tan interior on red looked that better. That probably looks good. Um, so for me to get into the Aston and have everything work yeah. exactly like I wanted it, yeah. it felt like it had more fury behind it than past Astons because I think that the chassis is a little bit more buttoned up. Mm. So the whole and I'm I am an admitted Aston Homer, of, right? Like I I love Aston Martin, but I had to say even with that bias, I just it was such a good car. Well, that's fair. I think your experience was actually different from mine, honestly. So, you know, I'm, I like Aston. Yeah. I, I, every, every time I drive a new one, I start from the position of wanting to like it. I really do. And like, you call it bias or whatever the fuck. When there's a new Aston, like, I'm excited to try it and I want to like it. Right. So at first, the first thing that happened was the airbag light came on. Mm hmm. And it stayed on the whole time I drove. Right. Then there was a chime. Ding, ding. With no accompanying visual message or anything. Just ding, 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 ding. And that would happen like every 20 or 30 minutes. It happens oh. twice in my video. <laughs> like, it just does. And I have no fucking idea what it was. Right. And then the park sensors were like so sensitive. Like from here, like like five six feet away, they would start going off, and I was like, "Oh boy." Um, and then if I'll, I'll pull up, let me go back to my pictures of it. So I I don't have an up close picture of it here, but in the video I do. Right, you'll see it in the video. So this gap right here, right, which is designed to be a little bigger than normal, I think. Um, it's in the the gap right uh, where the hood meets the front. It's not, is it a fender? I, I, it's like a vent. So the hood is, the hood sort of wraps over the top. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. like an upper and a lower fender and the upper fender is actually the hood. And there's a, a big air extracting scoop behind the front wheel. So 
on the the driver's side, which I'm showing in this picture, the gap is fine. Like mm-hmm. for I, the example I showed in the in the video is I can't fit my iPhone into the gap. Right. On the other side, I can fit my hand in it. Oh. It's dude, it's so the gap was so pronounced. Wow. It was such a huge difference. And the gaps on the um <laughs> the gaps on either I don't know if you can see them in this picture. You can't. The gaps on either side of the trunk were huge. Not huge. I'm sorry. Huge is the wrong word. Uneven. Yeah. The left gap was way tighter than the right gap. Right. So that bothered me. Sure. And as it should. It's a hunt, you know, I complained about it in the Model 3, which is a $55,000 car. To, to give Aston a pass at 150 yeah, you grand, can't. you can't. No. So. Especially since this is supposed to be new Aston. Right, right. And so now I'll say some nice things. The engine is extremely strong. Yeah. This is the, probably the, it's, I think it's the fastest Aston I've ever driven. Right? It's the fastest Did I've ever driven. Did you drive the new crazy, the new Zagato one? No, but everybody, so. Stepping aside of that for a second, Jonathan Klein, friend of the, you know, both shows as well. Yeah. He says the DBS is the one. Yeah. And I was telling him that the Vantage for me was the one. So I think the DBS is probably faster, but the Vantage, it's the fastest Vantage I've driven. No question. Right. Um, yeah. So here's the, th- I liked that for a car that is not very big, it was very roomy. Yeah. Like, like headroom, legroom, shoulder room, very roomy. Almost German inside. Almost German. <laughs> yeah. Although the AMG GT is not that roomy. Oh, really? It's pretty small. Okay. Um, I didn't love the gearbox. I think the Mercedes gearbox is better than the ZF gearbox. And I think it's mostly in the tuning. It was great when I was going fast. Right. Not so great. It's great when you're going fast, mm-hmm. and it's great if you're in automatic mode going slow. But if you try to use manual mode at like quarter throttle, you get that when the shifts. You know what I mean? Were you in, that real torque convertery? So I I le- I left it in track. I yeah. left suspension in soft that paddles yeah. in track. Yeah, even when I was just driving around town. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a difference there. I put I usually kept the powertrain in Sport Plus. Okay. I didn't go for track. I mean I put should track for some of the right, video, but right. and the suspension, anything but comfort was completely unusable. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's too stiff. Yeah. The whole car is yeah. too stiff. As most front engine sports cars are. Right. But thankfully that aren't comfort called Corvette. Was I, I, comfort was okay, yeah. but it's it wasn't it was stiff. It wasn't Focus RS insane, like stock Focus I, RS. Stock Focus RS, yes. My Focus RS totally different. is bet was more comfortable than this. Excuse me. Um, the, uh, let's see what else. Um, <laughs> I like bumper titties. Bumper titties. The rear bumper titties, <laughs> dude. They're where are they? Wait. Uh, these are the rear bumper titties, and they can you can take them off. They don't they don't have lights on them or anything. They're for the U.S. models. You remove those immediately. Um, also, I had a bit of trouble with it. From zero to five and five to zero. Okay. I found the car has a really aggressive creep. Mm. Like if you lift your foot off the brake to creep forward, really aggressive, gets you going real faster than you want, quicker than you want. Right. Same as a Hellcat. And, and then it had accompanied by a very grabby brake. Mm. So it was really jerky from zero to five and five to zero. Okay. However, I had a day within the canyons, which was lovely. Yeah. I mean, driving it up on Angeles Crest for a whole day, you know, 220 miles or whatever I did was really nice. nice. It's, it's best. It's best when you're going fast. Yeah. It's not as great in traffic. Hmm. I liked that it was a hatchback. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, you know, the old one was not a hatchback, right. and the new one is, a, is, you know, you can get a lot more in there. The camera case went right down in. Yep. You know, you could get golf clubs or whatever. That's good. Yeah. Um, and the interior, look, I didn't like the color of mine, but it, right. it, but it was a, a pretty nice interior. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of buttons. It's um, a lot of buttons. It's a lot of buttons, but yeah, I find, you find a lot of cars, they either have too many or too few. 100%. Who's got the right amount of buttons? Um, not Acura. Not, <laughs> they, have, they have too many? Yeah. Not Porsche. Uh, Porsche's got a lot. The Panamera is like just a the sea whole thing, of buttons. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Who's got a I, lot? I mean, me I don't think. know. Merce- like an S-Class Mercedes. Well, because they moved everything to the switch or the the yeah. command knob. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, honestly, like, I f- like like you said, like a Hellcat is all right. Hmm. Oh yeah, command like the, the the yeah, where you've got three knobs for air conditioning and then everything else on the touchscreen. Right. That's pretty. Or good. you know, what's really good is the like the T the Audi TT. Oh where yeah, it's moved to the vents. Yeah, um, but the Audi TT has no um right central screen. Right, everything is done on the the screen that's in the gauge cluster. Or there's a few buttons though. Right. There's there uh, just the climate control adjusting I knobs, right? So yeah. And maybe a volume knob for the that radio. That might even be on the steering wheel. Let me find, um, get a picture of that Audi TT interior 2019. I'm sure it's I really I did the TTRS. Um oh this one has a that's the old car. This is the new car, right? Would this one with the that's, um with whichever one has the R8 style steering wheel. That's this. Yeah. Yeah, so here we go. Here's a here's a oh, come on. Uh yeah, so you actually have the the temperature displays are in the middle of these gate of these fans, which is actually pretty sweet. And wait, if I recall, you turn, do you turn the outside or the inside? You to, can do both because one will do like direction, I think, for the vents. And I think then the, the little one ones control the temperature. Temperature, right? yeah. But I think it's it is uh, it is a bit frustrating that you can only control radio and stuff through this the the gauge cluster LCD screen, and they're oh no, I'm that guy. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, but TCRS was a lovely car. Yeah. Really good. That's car. a good amount of buttons, though. I could use a little more screen, but that's a good amount of buttons. That's, yeah, that's the, uh, the other end of the spectrum. Right. No right. screen, <laughs> less button. But like the, the Hellcat, because that, um, the Uconnect is a good system. It's simple. Yes. It works. Yeah. Uh, originally, when it first came out, there were some weird things how they put the controls for seat and hearing, seat and steering wheel heat under, it wasn't under climate. It was, it like was under, under car or yeah, something. It was something yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. And, but they moved it now, so it's under both or something. They, uh, Chrysler is pretty responsive to that kind of stuff. Me and Thaddeus on the Hellcat launch pointed out their UI was not colorblind friendly, and they changed it. I just, for some reason, I just thought that was the, the launch in New York, and but that was the Lexus I was thinking of. Was and it also got, not colorblind friendly? No, we got, I just, this <laughs> total aside, we, I got so drunk at your parents' house. <laughs> oh, back in the day. Yeah, the RCF launch. RCF launch. Yeah, we had like a little fiesta at my parents' We did. Uh, I don't know, was it a fiesta or was it just us drinking eight bottles of wine? It was, it, it, <laughs> Thad and I just kept going back for more, I forget what wine we were drinking. Is the that Italian, was Brunello yeah, di Montalcino. <laughs> which is so good. It's such a good so many people give my parents wine and then and my parents don't drink so So, like whenever we're home it's like can you drink some of this and we just fucking just bottle after i felt like such shit the next morning like i was staying at a hotel and i had to get up on a plane you're just at your parents house you're like oh (laughs) go downstairs probably make breakfast yeah thaddeus was doing that for me Uh, i I needed a a thaddeus of my own that morning casa de fara in greenwich (sighs) is the shit yeah, especially when that wine cellar opens. Oh boy, that's good. No, because we did Hellcat launch together though too in DC. Yeah, we when did it was Summit, Summit Point. Yeah. yeah, and then the other one was uh, in uh, 
Oregon. I didn't go to that one. And it was raining for that. Right. <laughs> I sent someone, our guy Camille, we sent to that one. Yeah. I like, did you do the wide body or the red eye or the, uh, the no, ones? I'm trying to get my hands on it. Wide body's fun. Bouncy. Well, bouncy though. I've driven the wide body, but not the red eye, the red eye or the yeah. 1320 or yeah, the other yeah, yeah. shit. So it's okay. It's all the same shit. Yeah. You done track hawk though. I, it's, it's the best dumb car I've it's ever It's the driven. dumbest, most fun, stupidest, it's, best thing ever. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so fucking awesome. I had it at Road Atlanta. And I was just launching, I just, just launching the fuck out of it. Wait, where's, it's a very funny picture of two wheels in the air. Here, here's me going through turn three of Road Atlanta with my right tires in the air. That's awesome. It's a real big cut there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what you can do though. You have all wheel drive. Yeah, and you just fucking mob it. And you just get, here's a bit, here's the yump. And a wee. Oh, that's awesome. It's, it's, it's fun. You're just giggling and laughing the whole time you're driving it. Yeah. And Until the brakes catch on fire. And then you go, whoa. It's, I, I don't want to call it a sleeper because it's so loud. Mm. But you have to look at the badges. for you, Some people yeah. are like, oh, it's an SRT. That's cool. They're like, no, it doesn't say Grand Cherokee on the side. It yeah. says supercharged. Yeah. It's, it's so awesome. Uh, I did set the brakes on fire, though. But I mean, it happens. Why not? It happens. Why not? Oh, Freddie. Look at Freddie. Freddie gave us money. Thank wow. This is, that's the Lambo owners, right? Kid, uh, <laughs> fucking Lambo owners. And Hi, Freddie. Bentley and Mercedes. And if you all want to ask us questions, get up in the super chat, and we'll do the second half of the show with your questions. Thanks, Goggles. Oh, hi, Freddie. I saw his question. I'm not going to get to it till later. I saw his question. It's as silly as all oh, Freddy questions are. I guess are. Greg took that video of you going by. It was oh, our news. Oh, guy. oh, yeah, it was. It was Greg with the uh, with the Mustang. He, who, he just Greg got it. Catchadurian. 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 He yes. got that Mustang, and he's. It's like his first brand new car, and he's, he's like, fucking bonkers over because he got performance pack two on it. Yeah, he like but he, didn't he put like five thousand miles on it in a week or something? He, I, he, he he's puts constantly an extraordinary driving, amount of miles. He's on driving it in like the a week. shit out of it. I'm it was very, a lovely car. I'm very happy for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Greg, uh, Greg was Greg at Grid Life was clutch because not only did he get that video he got some really nice um still shots of the track off my article and he's super pumped because in the background of motor week video is his car <laughs> <laughs> oh the radwood video <laughs> yeah can you believe motor week did a thing on radwood yeah that's awesome good for them good for I, want, I would like to be the first guy to win a best in show at radwood and then with the same car win some some kind of trophy in pebble beach how when will that crossover happen i'm gonna be quiet <laughs> oh, we're gonna try we're gonna th- that radwood that they had the um, the hammer wagon. I know that's one of my favorite it cars. It was, the dude. So you know, I love Mercedes. I love wagons. That wagon is one of. And Petrolicious the, did a video. Yeah, of it here it is. That is just unbelievable. Open image and new tab. Oh, it was sold at Scottsdale. Wait a second. Wait a second. When was that sold? Here it is, folks. Wait, I'll pull it up. This is this is the, the one of one. Uh, six liter AMG Hammer wagon. It was at Radwood. It won best in show at Radwood this year. Here's the listing. 41 fucking grand. Is oh, 2010. Right? Yeah. Yes. That, I was going to say, is that the right car? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Scottsdale. It's 2010. God, somebody stole that. Cause motherfucker. I, I thought the other car was black or gray, but it's no, blue. no. There was, there were multiple hammers at that Radwood, but the wagon was blue. Okay. Yeah. Here, a lot of six liter, four cam AMG hand built motor with 375 horsepower, 190 grand in 1987. Fuck me. 
in case you're wondering, in 1987, a Countach was $107,000. Jesus <laughs> was 83 grand more than a Countach. But, I mean, back then, this was like basically some Sultan of Brunei shit. Oh, yeah. And this wasn't what Benz did. They're like, you, you want the value? Yeah. You want no. the estate? Hammer? Yeah. That, this, I mean, it was one on one. And the, and the car was sold as a brand new uh, wagon and then brought to, to AMG with a six liter fucking four cam motor dropped in it. That's, That's crazy. So awesome. I love so Mercedes awesome. wagons. That one was so killer. Hammers. Oh, I mean, here's a here's a regular hammer. Right. Hammers are so fucking bought. Oh, here's look at that. That's a 300 CE coupe with the hammer conversion. Oh, and look at the and rear five speed. Oh. This one bring a trailer. When, did, did this sell? We got to see it. I got to see it. Did it sell? Uh, this is back in the day when this it was 2014. Um, an auction. Oh, yeah. yeah. Back when they, before Fuck. they started printing and it's money. A manual. Look at this terrible steering wheel. The AMG had the worst steering wheel in the business in 1988. They had super 80s German style. Yeah. It's like the episode of The Simpsons back when The Simpsons was good. When, uh, the, um, Wow, what the hell's the name of it? When Grandpa Simpson is the last of the Marine group, and they they're gonna get the tr the the treasure of all the art, but it belonged to a German guy, and he shows up at the end. He's like, yeah, yeah, Max Schnell with the artwork. I've got to get back to Stuttgart. I don't That's remember that. But episode. That I is a classic. I don't remember that one. Simpsons episode. I'm sorry, I have to see it. <laughs> so I uh, God, I wish I had the money to have bought a fucking hammer 10 years ago. I like the, the ads that show up for you. They're all watches. watches. Yeah, all the wa all the ads on my fucking web browser are for watches. Yeah. I know. But we do a watch show. I know. So all, half the time I'm pulling up car shit, the other half the time I'm pulling up watch I shit. I said the other half should be like, I wonder if they want to advertise on the show. Right? They should. All the, I should get all these people like, fucking your ads are coming up on all the content we uh, uh, we do. Right. Um, bring a trailer. Oh, speaking of bring a trailer, someone had asked about the Fox body. Originally, I was going to raffle it off. Mm-hmm. And then I found out what's actually involved in holding a raffle in California for a car. It is a it is such a pain in the dick. Like you have to spend a shocking amount of money on lawyers. A shocking amount of money. Wow. You then you can't just you, liability issues? Just to get because of the gaming laws, the oh. contracts and all this stuff, like so you can't have uh, a lottery. Like that's that's the state's job. So what you have to do is and you can't just sell an entry for 10 bucks. So I'd have to sell a t-shirt that was overpriced by a certain amount and right. it would include an entry, right? But the problem is I'd have to pay taxes on all the shirts. Oh jeez. Right? Yeah. So it, it it's not the same. And the I wanted really bad to have this sort of democratic thing where anyone could enter and right, right. anyone could like take Like one of those home. things where it's like it's five we're only doing 5,000 tickets. Right. But it's such but what I don't need is another fucking job. I don't need another job to that that it will suck my time and my life, my money away just to do something right. so to make it more than I just want to give this car away. Right. And and so what I'm ultimately doing is a, a bring a trailer charity auction. Um I, I right now it's fifty fifty. So whatever the total sale price is, fifty percent of the total sale price will go to the charity of the winner's choice. Oh wow. I talked to my friends. Okay. The winner will choose the charity. If the winner can't or doesn't want to provide their own charity. The ch my I I have I I talked with Randy. I have a backup charity, which is called Team Rubicon. Oh, I thought it was gonna be the Matt Ferris Supercar yeah. Purchase Society. Right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Team Rubicon. I'll just talk about it for a second. Team Rubicon is a really interesting organization that 
takes uh, veterans and employs them as disaster relief experts. Wow. Um, hurricanes, fires, floods, what have you. You know, when these guys come back from fucking wars, right. you know, a lot of them, I mean, and not to, not to overgeneralize the fucking veterans, but many of them d- don't find life to be fulfilling when they come back from like a war. Right. So Team Rubicon um, will uh, deploy these guys as disaster relief uh, humanitarian type um, jobs. Um, so that's that's my backup, but the winner will get to choose the uh, their charity if they prefer. Perfect. And right now it's fifty fifty uh, because I can't I, I can't afford to just give all the money. Away. No, I'm, I'm not, not I'm not that rich. But um, so anyway, <laughs> that's that's where we're at right now. And you know, ultimately, the point is to get move on from the car, do something nice for a charity. Um, and I wish I could do the raffle and, and make it worthwhile, but it, it's just not fucking worth it. Right. I have to se- I would have to sell so a shocking number of t-shirts to make it worthwhile. That sucks. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, um, I talked to a friend of mine who's an expert in charities and philanthropy. My friend Carl Muth literally wrote the book, the book philanthropy for that dummies. Dude with that awesome the jag, jag. the yeah. jag guy. Yeah. Genius. And, uh, and he says, bring a trailer, charity auction, you know, promote it. And we're going to do a live, uh, commentary. Oh, sweet. You know, on the auction and they'll embed that in the thing. And I'm also going to include some other really fun stuff. Like if you win, you know, Isn't I can. Is there a dinner with you and Zach? Yeah, steak dinner, me and Zach, private tour of the canyons. Too bad you can't uh, with have, me. Um, Carl Ruiz cook it. I, I'll fucking, if you, if, if the number goes over like 50, fly I'll fly out. Carl yeah. out to do it. Carl Ruiz. Is my favorite person I sent, ever. I sent you a text just because I started following him on Instagram because of you. Where is and I sent him a text. I sent Matt a text. It was like, is this dude as crazy as he seems yes. in real life? And they, yeah. This is my friend Carl Ruiz. You got to follow him. Sabor Chef. He on just Instagram. doesn't give a fuck. Not only does he not give a fuck, he's a genius. Yeah. Like he's an actual genius. Not like a, I'm right. not, no hyperbole. Right, right, right. He came to my house. And with like six ingredients, made me the most incredible matzo ball soup I've ever fucking had. And he just has these nuggets of wisdom that are so incredible. Uh, tomorrow is today Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow, Wednesday, he sits in on watch and listen on the history of Rolex and he just drops bombs. All no one from Rolex will ever talk to me. <laughs> he drops bombs all over. Wow. But every time I talk to him, I, I laugh and I learn every single time. He if, is if, the best follow on Instagram. Everybody needs ever. to follow him. He's the, Sabor the chef on Instagram is amazing. He gives no fucks. He's on the OP radio podcast. Uh, his, he's, his profile picture. His profile. Like he, everything he does makes me laugh too. And he has a like, hundred t-shirts responds, with casts on them. He responds to people. It just like with a, again a no fucks given attitude. Yeah. He, I mean, uh, he says I'd rather eat crumbs with bums than steaks with snakes. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's a he's a top flight chef, and he's constantly posting what you would think yeah. is the worst food possible. Yeah. No. He look. He, look I took him to Egg Slot. You know, like he, he is a fully, here's us in the fucking meat locker at Adam Perry Lang's <laughs> restaurant, which you must go to. APL in Hollywood, Adam Perry Lang, 17,000 pounds of dry aged meat in That's this fucking ridiculous. meat locker. It is amazing. But, um, 
He doesn't give a fuck, this no, guy. He, he lives like there is no tomorrow. Right. Got to follow some uh, Carl Ruiz on Instagram. <laughs> He's the best. And he, you know, he went, he doesn't, he doesn't look like much in terms of being a fancy person. Here's him and Sherrod Small. But this dude cooked under Joel Robichon in France for four years. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's opened like 30 restaurants for Guy Fieri. Like, he, he's a fucking legend. And he's opening, I think he's in the process of opening yeah, his own, it? right? Is this the one? Yeah. Yes. And he's got, he's opening a new restaurant. Formerly the site of Yubon's Barbecue in New York City um, is opening a Cuban restaurant. He is Cuban, and he's called the Cuban, and the restaurant is called the Cuban. I am so excited to eat his Cuban food. Yeah, uh, he, like, yeah, he posted a picture of a Cuban sandwich in Miami, and it was one of the best-looking sandwiches I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> he just knows he knows where you can, like, I go, Chef, you know, I'm going, when I went to, to fucking to New Jersey Motorsports Park, I go, Chef, uh, I'm going to Millville, New Jersey. And he goes, oh, I got the spot. Like, doesn't matter. You drop anywhere. Right. I got the spot. He's just been everywhere. He's got he's got all the knowledge on that shit. That's amazing. Um, Yeah. Anyway, where were we? Aston Vantage? I think we're done that. We're done with yeah, that. Yeah, the Vantage. We're done with we're that. Done with that. We already did what the else transit. going on? What else you been driving? Anything good? Um, Anything bad? I get, I get <laughs> your beloved bullet later this week. I had no problem with no, the bullet as a I car. Know. Right. But man, there's some fucking Steve McQueen fucks some, out there. You took some heat for that one. Dude, I don't understand these people. It was, what is, why, why do we need to hold a fucking candle for this guy? Who gives a shit? I've never even seen the movie. It's not good. <laughs> I tried to watch it. I really, I swear, I, before I went on the launch, I was like, I'm going to sit down and finish. Cause I, I fell asleep at about the 25 minute mark every time. And I go, I'm trying to, I got to watch this fucking thing. Right. I made it like 35 minutes. I fell asleep. Yeah. It's so boring. Maybe it's good. That's, maybe that's a good thing then for the movie. Um, no, so I'm excited to see the car just cause it's a 485 horsepower Mustang. It drove nice. Right. I'll, I'll give him, I give him a hundred percent of the credit where it is due. It drove nice. It made a great sound. If it, it was fast. I mean, this was a no shit fast car. Right. And you know, then I, on the road, there's not a ton of difference between a Shelby and this thing. I sure. mean, you know, yeah. you really have to be at the top of the power band to know the difference, but on the road, there's not a whole lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm following that up though with the ZR1 and I'm oh, pretty yeah. excited. Did you go on the launch? No. Oh my God. It's the a ZR1 monster, is right? a monster. It's so crazy because it's, on the one hand, you go, how the fuck do the, can people just buy something like this? Right. Uh, and it's also, it has the loudest idle of any car I've ever heard. Uh, stock car. Right. But also, it's so just a Corvette. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in all the ways that you want it to be just a Corvette, it is. Like, there's nothing that says you couldn't daily one. That's good. Nothing. It's not too stiff. One of the only front engine cars not too stiff. Hmm. And... The wing is a little f annoying, but you don't have to get the big wing. Right. You know, if you load a lot of shit into the, it doesn't take up any trunk space. You have full, you know, full everything you'd expect from a Corvette. Yeah. No, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to it's drive this so one. It's so fucking fast. It's tough. It's for me, it was, it was tough to drive really fast. Yeah. Cause it feels like it wants to jump out of its own wheels. It's, you know? it's just so much car. It's so it, much it car. It pushes it, past you and onto actual pro race cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like it rears up. Like I just did, you know, a Ventador SVJ. Right. Which, okay, I'm not as fast as a fucking pro driver and I only got, I flew to Portugal for 12 laps, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, a mid engine car, it just has this stability to it. Yeah. You know, this sort of unflappability to it where you're just, Mm, you know, you're just, your focus rotates around the center. Exactly. Yeah. It rotates around the center. The, the ZR1, um, and you know, like other, you know, Ferrari F12, same kind of thing. 
it, it rears up on its haunches, you know, and when you're on it, the steering gets kind of light. It's like a it's, boat. It's like a boat. <laughs> you need trim tabs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and so that's, it just, it differs in that way from the mid engine stuff. But I mean, you'll fucking love it. Yeah. I'm sure. It's just, it, there's a lot to like. Do you I'm know not, if you're getting the manual or the auto? I have no idea. I just said I need to drive one. Yeah. yeah. And I, cause at that point, it, the manual would be fun. The ten speed's probably better. It's not a ten speed. Is it the eight? It's the old school eight speed. Oh, I hate yeah, it that sucks. Gearbox. Yeah, it's oh, not good. Fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah. Now I call a... back and request. <laughs> Shit. It's not. You, a... you and I both agree on that eight speed. It's atrocious. It is a piece of junk. I That's said that good. in a Camaro review, an older Camaro, and people were like, "Scott doesn't know what he's talking about." I'm like, "You people just justifying your purchase." Yeah. That gearbox is it's garbage. not good. The ten speed's better. Yep. Yeah, I drove it in the whatever. The what did I just drive it in? I just drove it in something. Yeah. Oh fuck me. What was it? What did I have? Raptor. Same same gearbox, yeah, yeah. and then I think it was a Camaro. Yeah, the ZL one. What? God, I, I can't even remember what I drove. Yeah, I had a, I had the. Um, yes, I had an. I had a ZL one. That's yeah. why I drove it. That it's it's actually pretty good. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was great. It's they're coming along. I think the bullet has it too, doesn't it? Does it really? I think it does. Wait, oh I have God. no idea. All the, I mean, all this shit blends together. It's you make a mistake in one of our videos. There's so, so much bullshit swimming yeah, around up here. Yeah, it has a 10 speed. Uh, wait, where? Optional, blah, 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 blah. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a fucking 10 speed. <laughs> I'll let you know oh my on God. Thursday. I'm sorry, folks, but I, I probably shouldn't know. I always feel bad when I forget something I should know in a video. I'm like, I'll just put the, I'll just put it on the screen. Put a, pull, put a and, cow. And, yeah. and then I pull it up like I was, I was way off, way off. It's a 10 speed. Like um, I just drove the Heights Camaro. The what? The Heights. What's so Heights that? makes suspension. How do you spell that? H e i d t s. It's a '99 Camaro, with uh, like a, an F body. Yeah. Wait a second. What? Hang on. So where is this fucker? This thing? Uh, no. So it looks. Yeah. It actually no, because it didn't have that hood scoop. It's it's similar to that. This thing. It's probably not that exact car. Yeah. It, okay. Then it is that car. Yeah. It looks like it. Haggerty just had the same car I did. Hang on. I'll get. I'll get it. All right, F. So the thing about F bodies, I'd never driven one ever. ever. Okay, give me, give me, give it to me right now. What I was got? always a Ford guy growing up. Uh-huh. Uh, I always preferred Mustangs and shit like that. I always assumed these had interiors built out of trash bags. They do, and they handle like soup. I think I was wrong there. Um, well, I don't know. How, like, how, you, were, you tell you, me. You okay, tell me. so the they interior do, was the interior is horrible. Right. All, what is was always will be. You, there, it's it's the big it the big button. Wasn't as bad era. as I thought, though. Well, if you've got a really nice one and it doesn't rattle, it wasn't. Well, it didn't rattle, but it wasn't like the interior was given love. Okay, this is simply to show off the, the suspension. suspension. However, it does not have an LS one. It's it an LT one, LSX. Oh, well, okay. There's a little difference. Five hundred twenty-five horse and, yeah, a, right. and a Tremec. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's not a exactly representative. Here's what's better about them than you'd think: the steering. You would think the steering was horrible, and it's not. Okay. And if you do the right suspension and the right wheel and tire, like I drove one that had like 305s all around, and it handled awesome. 315s. Yeah, so it probably handled amazing, actually, full, right? Full. So this car is to show off what they can do. Yeah. So independent rear, 
Um, it had a half cage with door bars, so not nothing mm-hmm. really in front of you, which was nice. Like I hate driving caged street cars. Me too. But it was just the back half and then right. door bars. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Uh, Corbo racing seat. Um, it the passenger seat belt still had the regular belt, but I so I had to wear the fucking harness because that's all it had. So I just put one in. Um, <laughs> I bet that's gonna go over well. In the no, comments. in the video I wore two, <laughs> and like but then I took the one off. But yeah. so this car drove amazing. I've driven a couple really well set up ones where I was like, wow. You they autocross have... it. Yeah, yeah, so Think no. of like Optima Street Challenge yeah, yeah. or whatever. You can definitely set one of these up to drive good. It was and impressive. I've driven a couple of them that were really good. Yeah. I've driven a couple other ones that were really bad. Now, I like, wanna... The closer they are to stock, yeah. the worse they are. That makes sense. Um, I want to get your opinion on something I'm pretty, I know we've both driven. Yeah. What did you think of the classic car studios uh, truck, the Silverado? I didn't drive the truck. Oh, I thought you drove Zach it. drove the truck. I thought you both drove No, it. I didn't drive the truck. And I liked, I had Noah on the podcast. Yeah. I really liked him. Yeah. I liked, I thought some of his projects were really, really neat. Right. Zach drove it and they were doing something with the brakes. Okay. They're apparently not power. Yes. He doesn't like putting power brakes on cars he tracks is what he said. That's what he told me. I, I don't like that. I, I don't see any reason that that you shouldn't have power brakes. Like, how do you heel toe without fucking power brakes? What kind of feet do you have? I have big, <laughs> strong, fucking massive feet. And if you when I if you look at my fucking legs, dude, I have like my body is terrible. Yeah, but I have diesel calves. Seriously, my right leg. You know, I had to get measured for a pair of custom boots. Yeah. And you know, custom boots, but legit, legit, like you take a measuring tape and you measure like a dozen wet each. My right calf is an inch and a half bigger than my left. That's crazy. Yeah, from driving. This a hundred is all fully from driving. Wow, and it's crazy. But like, if I can't heel toe your car, you need power brakes. Yeah. And, oh Jesus, I'm sorry. I just banged the table. That resonated. Um, <laughs> but uh, the so word. I is is given. Yeah. So Zach wanted, you know, this thing's got 650 fucking horsepower. Yes. It doesn't weigh anything. No. And I was just like, I think some power breaks maybe. But Zach had a go in it, and he reported enjoying himself. I didn't. I didn't feel an issue. I think the lightness of the vehicle probably helps with the lack. Also, I for a while I daily drove a 65 Ford with yes. no power brakes. So there's I'm, that too. I, I was delinquent in getting an image of it. It don't look like much. No, in person it looks perfect. Oh, it, this is not. Oh, I apologize for the quality. I have it image. somewhere in my Instagram, but you might have to scroll for um, it. I, I, I not a good loved it. It's this this one's just better. This the, I don't know why. It seems to be a good uh, because it's not fake patina. That's just worn paint. Um, the interior is pretty cool. Those uh, seats are nice. It's got a sequential gearbox it's or a sequential kind of shifter. Gimmicky. Because it's sequential connected to a Tremec. To a T-56, right? Yeah. So actually, tell me about this thing because he basically said that this goes right in yeah. and it's just the direct bolt-in. The only downside is it's really expensive. It's like $2,500 for the sequential shifter. I remember this debuted at SEMA and I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, and it's it's he says every now and then, you know, so you go first, second, and then sometimes you want to throw forward to third oh, yeah, just because you think H pattern. Oh, no. And I did the opposite <laughs> after he told me that. I went, I was in third at a stop sign and I almost lugged it out and I had to slap down real oh. quick. So I'm sure if you get used to it, it's amazing. If you're autocrossing, maybe it's amazing. You still have to use the clutch though. Yeah. Like it's not like clutch just for first and then you can go. It's, I think just so we, just so we're clear and everyone's clear, it oh has an LT4 God. in it, which yep. is a current Z06 engine. It's very clean installed. Like credit where it's due. Like it looked like a really nicely built truck. 
But when they said manual brakes, I was just like, oh, fuck me. It I don't want to deal with that. Driving it, it didn't bother me. Really? Yeah. It, I didn't you, notice you, it. I think you have a warped sense of what is good. <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> you, drove, you drove this that truck fucking Ford for <laughs> was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only reason I sold the truck is because I couldn't put my daughter in it. Um, mm. So I got a much safer 1970s car. Uh, well, actually, it is much safer. Um, it is much safer. <laughs> is you much made safer. you said it, I, and I was like, hang on. Like, no, no it, it is. It is yeah. much safer. Um, yeah, that truck was crazy it's fast so loud so fast it weighs nothing i mean think about what that engine can do in in a tin chevy from the <laughs> 80s it was and yeah i had him in the truck during the video and asked him about the show and the mm. truck and all that stuff um, and yeah he was cool he was cool in the truck yeah he's a good guy we did a we did a podcast with noah alexander uh from uh, Cla- uh classic car studio where are they in minnesota yes yeah, st Saint Saint louis missouri, Saint louis. Oh, missouri. Yep. Sorry, um, and speed is the new black. We're fucking rad. Like, you know, some of these, uh, some of the Bel Airs and his Porsche. Did he show you his Porsche? No, but he said he's, I asked him, like, it's not just muscle cars. He's like, no, he's like, I actually really like Porsche. Yeah, no, wait. Let me see if I can find, I'll find the picture of it. They're um, working on a Mercedes, too, actually, an old Mercedes. The Porsche, this thing is oh. bitching, dude. And, you know, wheel choice up to, up for debate. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think it's cool. I, I, I'm bothered that they are center lock looking and they are not center locks, but uh, I like the fatness of that rear though. Yeah. And he did, he, these headlights are 356 headlights. Oh, that's kind of cool. That he made work, which I think is really neat. Yeah. It's, it's a cool overall aesthetic. I think works actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, we talked about that project, uh, quite a lot on the, uh, on the show. No, I like um, that. He was a good guy. The truck looks cool. Like I, you know, I just so, I have I have such a fucking aversion to uh to power, to manual brakes. Uh, just ha- maybe I'm not a good enough driver. There's people who are all like feel, 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 but I'm like, but you have to stand on them so hard, especially in a racetrack. I think yeah, I think once you get used to it after a few stops and realize it's usually pretty consistent too, mm-hmm. where sometimes modern cars like that Aston is grabby from five to zero where yeah. this wouldn't do that. It would be consistent. Yes. So maybe that's that. true. Yeah, that, that, that is true. You don't, you don't have a grabbiness. I think that's by design. <laughs> yeah. Now, you, speaking of weird brakes, a lot of super chat I questions. I also Great. just had the, um, 720S. I finally drove it. Oh my drove God. It. Tell me that isn't the fucking perfect tits, isn't it? It's, it, it's one of the best cars ever made. Yeah. It's, you know, I had, I had it for a week. Um, right after I had a go in the Ford GT and oops, I'm not saving <laughs> the it. Picture is that um, and, uh, and the Ford GT, you know, is so, uh, it was so clear that here's a homologation race car, right? We, we homolog, we made this race car and we did what we had to do to put it on the street. This is. It felt to me like this is the pinnacle of gasoline-powered road car technology. Yeah, that makes pretty sense. much. I agree right? with that. Yep. It was so. Did you have the gray? Which one do you have? The gray one. The glacier white. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I had. Yeah. It. Did I it, had. I forced a check engine light in it. Did you? Yes. Did you do a launch control and get yes. check engine light? That happened to me. Okay. I mean, it, it didn't w- go away. Oh, it didn't go away. No, it Mine never went cleared. Away and reset. It never cleared, and it didn't affect anything else in the car. Weird. Very. Weird. Mine cleared on a restart. I wonder if there's just like a boost issue Maybe. with that. I don't know, because it just kept saying uh, boost building, boost building. I'm like, right. what the fuck? So then I just let off the brake, and then it's like, bing, contact oh, the no. nearest McLaren. I was like, that's weird. That's annoying. Uh, but it didn't affect 
the rest of time the time with the car. It, it was so fucking good in the canyons, so man. Oh my god, how great was it? Was, and and you know what I love? You're how tall? Are you six one, six three, six three. Don't short S- me. Sorry, you can <laughs> you sit up straight. Yeah, you don't have to. And 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 wait. So and that glass roof is glass, so awesome. The glass roof is awesome. The gorilla glass roof or whatever. But even so, there's a when we're tall and I, other tall people might be really, really, like Viper, uh, the Lotus Evora, um, Lambos. This happens. You can fit. They do like little cutouts, like inner gurney bubbles, so you can fit. Mm-hmm. But then to see, you have to do this. Especially at stoplights. Yeah, so you have to drop your head and crane your neck down. And if you only drive the car for a very short time, you don't realize it. But if you go on a road trip mm-hmm. or you sit in a bunch of traffic and you look at lights, or you sit in the car for more than two or three hours, yeah. you start to go, fuck, my neck is like kind of fucked. But the McLaren 720, you can sit straight up yep. and look straight out. And it's so light awesome. and airy with all the glass. Yeah. And, oh, fuck. It. The and it was so easy perfect. in traffic. Like, yep. it just didn't. It's like you. I dailyed it at the grocery store. Like... There was no sacrifice at all. Yep, it was so rad. It was it was fantastic. By There's far tons the best of room McLaren. in that front trunk. Yeah, I it's put so the camera deep. case in there. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, it's like a super super impressive. And car. And so you've driven the six seventy five Longtail, right? Yeah, that was one of the fastest cars I'd ever driven. Yeah, this is I as, think this is faster. This is faster and more comfortable. Yeah, because the six seventy five LT was rough, but like yeah, you're you like oh, the, this is the awesome. nuclear waste green one. I didn't drive the green one. I think I had a reddish orange. The one. green one was the Motor Trend car, and that meant AC delete. So oh I had God. the six seven five LT in July, and it, the sticker on it was four hundred and forty thousand dollars, and it had oh, no air conditioning. That's insane. Which is like, that's insane. Which is almost like you know, come I on. had AC, but it has those like very aggressive seats, and it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You love it because you're in this crazy car, but then you get into this, you're like. Oh yeah! Well, I'm definitely gonna wait. Do this. You, you don't you don't need all that I aggression. Don't need, yeah. Oh yeah, it goes just as fast. What? Okay. Yeah. So good. I was very excited about the 720s, and everyone, you didn't have a go in the 600 LT no. yet, did you? No. Nope. Everyone who's driven it says it's the shit. Re- that the just from the way they did the exhaust alone is so badass. It's fuck. Wait, let me open this picture because it's the hood. The optional hood so scoop sexy. is nuts. That is a fucking sexy bitch of a car, man. There's a lot going on. Look There's at the a roof lot. scoop. There's a lot. It's a little busy. Yeah. But, I mean, I just drove the Aventador SVJ, so who am I yeah. to call anything busy? Right. Um, apparently, according to uh, folks who know, folks who are on the slight inside folks of McLaren, folks who know, um, the 570S, when it first came out, the engineers requested a wing of some kind, a gurney flap or some type of wing. And the aesthetic people said no. no. And the reason they requested the wing was that when you went real fast with it, when you lifted and you got the front forward weight transfer, the back got crazy light. And uh, what I was told was if you go over like 150 in one, and you get out of the gas, you have to count to three before hitting the brakes Ooh. to let it settle. Otherwise, you'll loop the fucking thing at like 150. Wow. Yeah, scary, right? Yeah. So <laughs> you notice this one's got a giant fucking wing on right. it now. They're like, listen, if we're gonna, if we're gonna do this, we need we need the wing. Damn. And so actually, the the folks that I spoke with said if you were to buy like a used 570 or something, which is, is alleged apparently a very good value, um, like believe it or not. You know, Vorsteiner or a bunch of these other guys make wings that really do, that you really should get. 
um, if you plan to go really fast in the car. I fucking spun the tires on a 570S at 110 miles an hour with the traction control off. Jesus. The road, the, the track got a little, just a little okay. at Monticello and I was like, whoa! <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Oof. I'm excited for this 600 LT though. Yeah. It should, it's, it looks gnarly. Yeah. Right? I think so. that, the 720 was McLaren's so on a roll. Yeah. Yeah. Obligatory Michael Fuchs purple. <laughs> Obligatory. That's crazy. Purple all white. Yeah. <laughs> he has his own colors at so many automakers. It's so. Funny. I think he just bought, like, at Pebble, they unveiled his, like, 10th Wraith or something. Is it, it's the matching purple to this yeah, one? I, it might have been. <laughs> if, if it's not, he has another one. Um, cause he, he has, they, they name colors for him and then they he's call it the, fucks you. Fucks you purple. And you're the Let's only see. one allowed to get that. He's the only one allowed to get that. Well, color. this is the matching dawn. Oh, Fuchsia. Fucks Fuchsia is Fuchsia. Uh, yeah, this one we have the matching McLaren and then the dawn. And then here's. Uh, oof. And I kind of like this. He has pistachio. the Senna now in green carbon fiber. Yeah. This dude. Um, all you got to do, bro, just invent Tempur-Pedic foam. No biggie. <laughs> no biggie. Good for you, man. I love it. I fucking love. I mean, I used to be really offended, and not anymore. Now I love it. Yeah, just go for it. Holy fuck! Look at that. That is a that is a cocaine white <laughs> interior. Jesus! Wow. How do you keep that clean? Here's you this, have here's to be Senna. a billionaire to keep. There that is clean. not a single an- angle that the center looks good in. Not None. one. None. Not one. I don't. I don't uh, care how fucking fast it Dave goes. Burnett, ugly is ugly. Dave Burnett took. Good photos of this car mm. when it was in like a warehouse setting. His photos were awesome, and you're still like, that is an ugly fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> you know the speed tail. Is puppy knuckles. Puppy right? knuckles. Yeah, yeah, I actually only know him as puppy knuckle. Yeah, he's a really follow nice guy. him if he's a great photographer. Um, he, oh yeah, I follow. Do I follow him? I don't. Fuck me, <gasps> you like that. bastard. I, his his photographs are so good. So good. Oh, he just went to the Arctic Circle with Sam Smith. Sam Smith's. He's my favorite. And oh, his yeah. stories are so funny. His stories are just like, how can I make myself the most miserable? And he decides to drive to the Arctic Circle without doors. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, so he, silly. Sam Smith is of like, of all the journalists out there, Sam is like top three for me. Is personally. he the most irreverent? Who are your other two? Uh, Zach Bowman. Uh-huh. I'm a big fan of. And then I'd have to really think of who the third is. Um, oh, I agree with you on his warehouse pictures. Look yeah, at that. The pictures are amazing. Look, the warehouse pictures work. Yeah, I mean, with the right lighting and the right photoshopping, you know, and the right photographer at exactly the right angles. Yep. Okay. And the fact that you can see through here is sort of fun. But if you step back and look at this car as a whole, that is an ugly car. Ugly. (laughs) That is an ugly car. It's like when the GTR first came out to a a lesser degree where they all the vents and angles and creases are like to make the car go faster. You know what's fucking sexy? Here's what's sexy. Speaking of puppy knuckles, the new roof CTR. You drove it, right? I did. You know, it's, you know what? Here's why I'm an asshole. It was here. It was in the parking lot. Right. Alloy Roof was here on the show. That guy is the sweetest man in the world. Go, guys, go listen to the show with Alloy if you haven't listened. It's, and it's not Alloy. It's Alloy, like the metal. Alloy awesome. Roof. Um, he's just, he goes, just, do you want to have a go right now? But it was like 6 p.m. Yeah. There's traffic all around. I'm like, what am I going to do? Just putter through the neighborhood? I, right. I, that's not. Uh, I understand that. You know, and it was a very kind offer. And he said, anytime I want to come to Germany, I can drive it. Right. Um, and I, I really appreciate that. Um, but fuck me. Did they figure out how to make a good looking new old car? Mm. They, do you know what they did? They did like, um, 
Remember the C4ZR1, how you didn't really know what they did because they channeled it down yeah. the middle and widened the whole car from the middle? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Did I not bring the picture over of it? I'm sorry if you've been staring at us instead of staring at the, the CTR. They, they sort of took, I mean, they started from a clean design, but they took the, it's got the same wheelbase as like an 87 Porsche, okay. but it's a foot wider. Wow. So, and they did it from the middle. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so smart and cool. Yeah. Um, did you, you didn't go to Ren Sport, right? I wanted to, but my car was not done and I just, I, no. The short answer is no. But it looked like everyone had such a good time. Yeah. My feed was, I was just like, all right, Porsches again. Got it. You know, the Great. Porsche tractor race looked like a lot of I think, fun. Uh, didn't, uh, what's it, Patrick Long win it? Yes. <laughs> I, you know, it's like, what did he have a cheater tractor? And, like? and Zwart was in fifth or fourth fourth he was just off podium dude the tractor race where look at this picture it's so fucking great is it, how many is like 20 porsche tractors was and it they a did one a lap? Lama, they did a lamar start it had to be it was a one lap, lap had right to be and as there's rod emery down here with the black that suit would be there's the, pat long that mob. would be terrifying <laughs> to do to go through the corkscrew in one of these that'd be terrifying do you think when they get to the corkscrew Here's a question. You gotta take the line. Yeah, no, but do you put it in neutral and just coast downhill and trust your brakes, or do you uh, leave it in gear? I leave it in gear. I Fucking think. scary. Because you right? want some, Imagine you want some like, power behind the brakes and the you engine braking. I don't know. Rensport looked like a lot of fun. I mean, this is just Zwart's Instagram, so of course it looks dope. But I, I'm not a like I'm not I don't worship at the altar of Porsche like uh, some of our friends do. Um, so yeah, it looks fun. I just. I it seems like a lot of Porsche. No, no, I agree. It seems like a lot of Porsche. Originally, I thought I was going to go. It seemed like my uh, Safari car might have been on display, possibly at the Haggerty booth. Okay. Because I couldn't get my shit together in time, it ended up not happening. They okay. found cars. To, uh, they uh, they found cars to fill the booth, and so um, maybe I'll go next year. I mean, it does it does seem like fun. Yeah. And a lot of my friends go. I still haven't even done a, a Luft. Luft is Luft fun. Luft is fun because it's, you know, a morning. Yeah. You know, if you're not displaying, it's it's a morning. Although the one, the last one, oh, my God. It's like 10,000 people. The Ganala Lumber one? Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Because they've since done one in the UK or I think. Yeah, I mean, good on them. They're figuring out how to make, it's like mm. Radwood. You know, they're yeah. figuring out how to make a business out there of it. There are so many Radwoods coming. I'm excited for Radwood L.A., yeah, I wish it was closer to me like it was last year. It was awesome when it was. It was in Anaheim. I oh think. yeah, it was well, so wait, much Where is it going to be? Do downtown we know? LA. It is. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't. I haven't checked. Probably but in like the artsy district or whatever. I will have a presence as usual, and uh, if you win the Mustang, I will get you an entry into Radwood. I will get you VIP placement in Radwood if you care. Will you, you have the presence of a topic we covered before the show started? Is that the plan? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I uh, fuck man. I'm. I'm this close to buying a car, and I'm not going to say what it is, but I'm I'm absolutely fucking terrified. Two thumbs way I'm up. I'm so terrified. Two cocaine glove Two. thumbs way <laughs> up. It's, it's oh my god, it's so scary. I'm so I'm so terrified, but I think uh, it'll be okay. It, it it will. I think it'll probably be okay. Based on what you've told me, it sounds like it should be pretty okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's this is all we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Move on to something else. Moving the fuck. Uh, on. I'm excited for your Porsche to get done. Uh, it's almost done. We're like yeah. four weeks away. Although Lee Keen just texted me this morning. And he's like, "Hey, bro, uh, your AC's got a leak in it, so they got to fix that. That's okay. I that's, need air conditioning. Yeah, that's I need. Is it gonna be a daily driver? 
Yeah, that's one. Th- that's why. That's why I was comfortable taking the bends up today because I don't have AC. But it's like the first cool day. It's a nice in day. a while. Yeah, so. I was top down in the benzo all morning, and it was so nice. Nice. And then I stopped at the car wash afterwards, and so I'm, I had the top up to let it dry. Nice. Fucking got to do it. Yeah, shout out to the Overland Car Wash and Detail Center. They did a great, a really good job, actually. Nice. Nice. I'm not with the, with, you know, with certain cars, I, I only let like, you know, two people touch them. Sure. But the, for the Mercedes and the Focus, like, I'll take it to wherever I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't put it through machines. No. I make them hand wash it. Yeah. But. I, I got the, the foam from Larry from Oh, Animal, yeah. And the, the hand pump one uh-huh. is fucking amazing. Dude, Larry's products are so rad. He's such a genius. AmmoNYC.com. Yeah, I got. I, I used it uh, on my Mercedes, and it was it was awesome. For anyone who doesn't that know, thing. I have that thing. The froth, frothe. The froth, frothe. The frothe. <laughs> I can make fun of his frothe. Right. For anyone who doesn't know, Larry. Larry's one of my oldest friends. We started a car wash together, and that's how we started making videos. I fucking hated detailing. <laughs> yeah. I hated detailing. He didn't. He doesn't just love detailing. He He's a nut. Is a crazy person. And he came up with his own products called Ammo. They're really expensive and they're really fucking good. Yeah. Shout um, out to him too because he sent me this. I asked him like, "Hey, I wanna. I hate cleaning my car, but your froth frothe kit looks like it's so quick and easy. Yeah. Th- so that it'll make my life easier. I'm like, can can you can I what? I want to buy one. And he sent me one because he's awesome. And what's great about Larry is, look, I mean, he loves training people on how to work. So he's got all these fucking tutorials, dude. Like, he's got a whole video series he does, which I taught him how to make videos. You're welcome. And he fucking just, he's all about it, dude. He, he, he That video where he steamed, the, you see the barn find video? No, I haven't seen that. I can't, I can't pull up YouTube videos in the show, but he went with this dude, Roger, who we know, to pull a barn find out of a barn. And it was like, I don't know, 67 or 68, 911 that just had original everything, but it had this layer of dust on it. And mm. it's like, okay, how do you get the dust off without damaging what could be fragile pain? Pulling lift. Yeah. New. <laughs> he actually got used like a steamer. And wow. steamed the dust off it to to get moisture into the dust. So when you got it off, it didn't scratch the car. Crazy. It was fucking crazy, dude. Well, did, you saw the video when he he did the the team detail at Pebble Beach of the long tail McLaren. Oh yeah, he did. He win an award. I think the car I think won an the, award. Yeah, he, won, sure. he got an award for the... Well, they detailed the car. They finished it the night before, and then they get a call from the owner saying that he wants to drive it to the lawn. They're like, fuck. Yeah. They had to like source board so it wouldn't scrape and then re-detail it a little bit on so the lawn. So crazy. Before I had all the work done on my Mustang, he went down to um, McGuire's, I think it was, to do a, like, a training mm-hmm. thing like where he and the two other McGuire's detailers were yeah. training some students. And he asked to take the Mustang, which at the time had a literal rattle can paint job on it. Like the dude actually spray painted it. And he, it took, it was the equivalent of like a $10,000 detail. It, it looked amazing. Like, yeah, it was like three guys, 60 hours, but it was mirror finish yeah. on spray paint. Right. It was craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You want to do some questions? Yeah, sure. All right, folks, it's that time. If you're listening to us live, get in the super chat, and uh, now is the time to get to your questions, and uh, we'll do the the next half hour of the show with that. Uh, Start at the top. As someone just starting out uh, a performance car driving, uh, what driving school would you suggest for someone who wants to not suck? The closer to Austin, Texas, the better. I mean... uh, 
I was going to say Bondurant, but that's in Arizona. Bondurant is in Arizona. Wait, let me see. Um, what There's what is fast? Oh, that's what does Circuit mind. of the Americas have for training? Uh, for training here, tours, kid events, karting, drive, Audi driving experience. Uh, nothing. Really. Not much in Austin. They have to have something though. It's probably just not on their website because yeah. they just want you to know about their shit. I, to- I totally recommend Bondurant. I love Bob and Pat Bondurant, and they have a tendency to hire really good people. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoenix is, I guess, a little of a ways from Austin, but right. um, but make a, make a trip of it. Who doesn't want to go to Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Skip Barber has reopened, and I think it's touring, right? Oh, is it? I don't know. I think, yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, the best just the way fact to do that it. you want to do this period is a good is a good sign and a good step. Yeah. Um, shit, I don't know. Uh, Texas. Let me find Texas driving schools, racing schools. What do we have? We heard of driveway Austin. There's a rally ready school. driving school. Rally ready global time attack stock car. Oh, Texas Motor Speedway's got a stock car driving school. You know what? I, you got to travel. You're gonna have to travel for it. And you may not want to hear this. Go to Dirtfish. Rally school driving. Right. It's in Seattle, outside of Seattle. But of all the driving schools I've ever done, and I've done a bunch, the one that I took the most skills home with me, the biggest difference was rally school. And have you done O'Neill as well or not? I haven't done O'Neill. No, Just I hear it's I'd, great. Though. I'd love to. Um I'd love to talk to someone who's done both to see which they prefer. Yeah. And just because, like, Wyatt Knox is, is a hero behind I the love wheel. Wyatt. So it, it, I'd love to, and plus, I could go visit my mom in New Hampshire because that's where <laughs> O'Neill is. But I want, but Dirtfish seems amazing too. They're I, both. I've got to get to one of them. No, I think I've heard, I've only heard good things about O'Neill. Right. I did, I did a thing with Tim O'Neill, like, a, at, at a Ford launch of some kind, and he was great, and the cars were really fun. The Fiesta, like, R5s right. or R2s or whatever those are. Yeah. Um, if you're closer to the West, um, you know, Seattle, Dirtfish, I think, I think O'Neill really focuses on front wheel drive. A I think lot. they do front and then you graduate to all. Yeah. Okay. So you can do all wheel drive. Uh, there's Subaru at Dirtfish. So you right. can do all wheel drive STIs or rear wheel drive BRZs. Um, so th- that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. I like that. Um, I think I, I would definitely try some rallying school. Uh, thank you, Matt. Adam says, good day. Adam from the Pod Filter Podcast. Uh, can you name four Aussie cars? Just, oh, he wants to do a trivia. Oh, There's okay. The, the Hold, oh. Holden Maloo. Holden, yeah, Maloo, the Commodore. The, the um, Ford Falcon. Ford Falcon. And um, Aussie car, uh, Holden Monaro. There's the XBGT, which is yep. one of my favorite Ford, cars yeah, of all that's time. A, that's a Falcon, right? Isn't that a Falcon XB? Yeah, it is a Falcon. Yeah. I think that, that how about a how about a uh there's the didgeridoo 9000. Um, <laughs> Shit, what, did I, what was the thing I drive? It was a Vox was it a Vauxhall? No, what I drove it in New Zealand. Fuck me. What was uh, it? what else is there? There's a well, what was the uh Chevy SS? Was the that the that's Monaro, a we said Monaro. Monaro. We oh, said a Commodore. It was the Commodore. Commodore. There you go. There you go. That's four. Thanks Adam. I'll take that. Uh, uh, detail. Oh, all right. Colorado Cobra said details the raffle of the Fox. Uh, if you didn't listen to the earlier part of the show, we will be, I'll be auctioning it on Bring a Trailer. I hope you win. I'm sorry if you want it to be a raffle. It just can't be. Thank you for your donation, Nathan. He has nothing to say but a thumbs up. AP says, thanks for answering. Oh, the Lexus GSF question last episode. Thank you for asking your question about the Lexus GSF. I booked one for October 9th to 18th. Didn't driven it yet? No, but I'm super stoked, actually. Good. Everyone says it's, it's great. It's super expensive. How expensive? Like it feels more, I feel like it touches, I feel like it creeps up on 80. 
That's not that expensive. It feels more, it feels, the price feels high for what it is, but it is also at the same time really good. Yeah. I, well, I love the, that F Sport. The handling of it, like the GSF Sport, yeah. it was a little underpowered, but like yeah. the handling was amazing. GSF the balance was that. so good. Right. And with that fucking V8, it's got to be great. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm super stoked. I think on Rutledge it. has one. Oh, he bought one? I, I, he bought one a while ago. Oh, like when it for, came out, I think he for bought Rutledge. one. I got to get Rut on the show, man. Next time he's in town, for sure. Uh, would, oh, anyway, he had an actual question here. Would you recommend a CPO Quattro Porte GTS? No. Or an Audi S6, maybe over the GSF. The S6, I don't know about the V10 one, but the the twin, the four liter, maybe. Yeah, I the the S6. If you could find like a really good one for novel, the V10 version for novelty purposes. Yeah. Like if you don't, if you know that it might break, because it's such a wild. <laughs> are car. you Freddie? But it's, it's, <laughs> are it's you crazy. Tyler Hoover? <laughs> it's crazy that Audi built that with a V10. Yeah. yeah. So there's it's, like that's kind of amazing. It's such a silly thing for someone to do that you feel like in the long haul, like. It's more of an enthusiast car oh, because yeah. it's got the weird, the supercar engine in it. 100%. Yeah. Paul Walker had one. Did he? He had a V10 S6. And they, they make exhaust for those where it sounds like a Gallardo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, fucking, the best one is the S600 Zonda headers. Yeah. That was the, <laughs> that the craziest shit ever. It's fucking amazing. I don't know, man. I think if you can get a brand new Lexus GSF, it will be... A much better car than an old QP. It's not even close. And probably, I don't think the S6 is a significantly better car yet. I'd have to wait to the next S6, yeah, which isn't that far away. Yeah. I, well, maybe circle back after I drive the GSF, but just predictive thinking, I would still say the GSF is your move. Because the GSF is going to have your lowest cost of ownership. Even yeah. if the purchase price is the same, right? The cost to own of the Lexus, you can just you just know yeah, is going to yeah. be less. Um, thank you, AP. Mateo says thoughts on the FJ60 and FJ Land FJ80 Land Cruiser. I love the 60s. I want a 60. Um, they're going. They I'm are, gonna pull up. I they are rocking oh, up in this, price this right is, now. This is it, huh? Yeah. Okay, wait. Give me a good image. I love. So these. the FJ60 is like late 80s, early 90s, boxy. Yes. Or is this mid 80s, mid 80s, mid to yeah. late 80s? I love these things. Um, you ever drive one? I dude. I had a 65 Ford. So this is gonna. So drive. this is an improvement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This is, I, I want one. I, I would love to throw my mountain bike on the back of it mm. and just go places, take my daughter into go hiking, that sort yeah. of thing. You know what I love about Land Cruisers? And I'll get a picture of the 80 right now. What I love about Land Cruisers oops, is um, they, unlike, oh, look at this press shot, unlike um, all other major production cars, which have a, a predicted 10-year life cycle, the Land Cruiser is built with a 25-year life cycle in yeah. mind. So everything, which is why a Land Cruiser costs like ninety thousand dollars now. It's dude. like ninety nine. Yeah, I, I had one recently as for, a press car. Uh, yeah, is it awesome? It's super dated, uh -huh. but you can literally go anywhere. Yeah. So like they don't make a TRD Pro version. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just all the TRD is. Pro. Yeah. Um, right. But it's like all the old Toyota switch gear still. It's super comfortable, but it's it's one of those vehicles. If someone bought one new, they had to know exactly what it is, why they want one, why they want one brand new. I'll tell you it's what you crazy. want. Yeah, this is what you truck. fucking want. We saw these all over Iceland. These FJ80s with the Arctic Trucks kit is so fucking badass, it is dude. Badass. These things are I'm telling you the first guy like like an like a Nakai like an RWB, the first guy to set up shop in America to do this and start doing Arctic trucks conversions cuz they make all the parts. 
Like, oh my god, look at this one. <laughs> These are awesome. Like Arctic trucks are so cool, and I rode in a Hilux that they did, and it rides really nice uh, on forty fours. That's not Arctic trucks. <laughs> no, that's that's bro dozer. Where to go? That's a that's a fully bro dozer. Um, but um. These things are, I think that as, as people, the, as crossovers become the mainstream, you know, yeah. there's going to be a market for the, the true SUVs. Yeah. But I think they're kind of expensive to keep running. Aren't the parts expensive for Land Cruisers? I don't think the part, I could be totally wrong, but I don't think the parts are that expensive because they're, they're everywhere. Maybe, they're yeah. so plentiful. Um, because, uh, even on models that we don't use here in the States, you can go anywhere in the, the world too and you'll mm. find parts for your Land Cruiser. Here's like a basic Arctic trucks. That's this perfect. One, this is this one's like not too much. This one's on like I don't know thirty sevens or something maybe. But that's like no. That's, this, the stance is perfect. It's perfect. The, the driving lights are awesome. Yeah, everything about that the is perfect. Fender flare. Yeah, the and then you want to go real crazy, you go fucking with the forty fours <laughs> like that. Hell yeah. That might be the one of the ones from Top Gear. No, they had Hiluxes. Oh, not, not uh, Land Cruisers. Oh, that's the that's like the GX, whatever they call the GX. Yeah, the Land there. Cruiser Prado. Prado, right? That was it. Um, anyway, I love those. I love um, the Lexus version too. Yeah, they they and in, when they're used, they're the same. There's no, there's like a well, zero dollar. You premium. mentioned the GX. I got one of those shortly after the Land Cruiser because I wanted to do a video explaining how this thing is so good off road, even though it looks like it's like a mid tier Lexus SUV. Yeah. The rest of the world uses these to rescue people yeah. in disaster. I didn't like the new, the newest GX that much, but I really like the first one. Yeah. The first gen GX, I'm a big fan Which of. Which was a smaller number. It right. went 470 to 460. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mateo. Tom says, thoughts on the Mark 7 GTI? Um, I have a review on the Mark 7 GTI, which you can read. I mean, it's, it's, Nice. It's, it's fine. GTI. It's great. It's it does. It, you know, according to Jeremy Clarkson, it's the only car you'll ever need for anything. Um, I think it should be looking over its shoulder at Hyundai, paying attention because uh, the new Veloster is so much better. Remember, you got the foot thing though. Remember I that the foot thing. I had the Veloster, the orange one, the new. Uh, R, I think R they Spec tried or, to fix it a little bit, and it didn't work because it had different color tape on it than yeah. the shot from your video. So maybe it wasn't as bad, but I was still hitting my foot there. Yeah. Um, we have big feet, but though. the car drove well. It drove pretty good. It's an imp- there were some they're, weird steering quirks. They're inching their way in the right direction. I'm finally driving the N later this month. Oh, are you? Okay, yeah. we'll report back on that one. Um, Mark Seven GTI. All the inputs are crazy light. There's, yeah. there's like the, everything is so light. Clutch. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the Fords have more like direct sort of a motorsport feeling inputs. Yeah. Um, but you know, in a lot of ways, it's all the car you'll ever need. You know what I, I mean? I mean that. It, it really is. It's it, it's comfortable. It's reasonably quiet. It's reasonably refined. Yep. You do get a lot of car for your money. Um, thank you, Tom. Uh, Goggles says, I give Jeff money for his podcast. Thank now you. I give you some. Thank you, John. Uh, thank you, Goggles. Also a question. What would you rather take to track days with all the chairs and coolers uh, loading stuff into a tra- into a car, taking it to a track day? Fiesta ST or a 124 Abarth? It's no Contest. No questions. No Fiesta ST. Yeah. I drove a 124 uh, for an episode of Drive in NBC Sports. I hated it so much, yeah, not a good we car. threw the entire film away. Oh, shit. Literally, in Europe. Yeah. And I hated it so much, and I told JF that I didn't fly to Europe just for this. It was right. part of another thing. But I told JF, I cannot find one nice thing to right. say about this car. Right. Not one. 
And so, yeah, easy question, brother. Uh, Not even close. Fiesta ST. Yep. Freddie. Freddie's a baller. Gave us 50. Fucking love it, Freddie. Freddie, get, get on the show next time you're here. Freddie, by the way, is Tavarish, if you don't know who we're talking about. Do you think the McLaren 675LT will be a future investment car, and should I get a crashed one to rebuild? I hope you're not serious. I mean, I don't know. The thing about McLarens is, to take his question seriously, isn't the best McLaren always the newest McLaren? Yes, but... Um, others would argue, you know, oh no, the F1, you know, which well, is that's fine. a good point. F1 is a good point. But if it, first of all, I think even a crashed modern McLaren is still going to be pretty expensive. I, I don't know. Think. I don't know if he'll, I mean, also uh, if the, if the monocoque is damaged at all, yeah, it, just throw it in the trash. Like I, can Freddie do body work like that? Like carbon body work? I know, I know the guy's got skills. Well, no, I, mean, I think I know he, he's got I think skills, he farms but. out the body work. I think he farms it out like rightfully so. Cause body work is an art yeah. whereas like anybody can learn to wrench body works a different it's world. a finesse thing yeah I, I don't man i don't think so i don't think anytime soon and here's why because i think we'll see a 720 lt <laughs> and we'll see an lt version of the better cars that come out so i don't know i don't see them coming back around anytime soon right and, you if, know? The, and if they're only ramping up well, then maybe that works in the 675LT's favor because I was going to say if they're ramping up, they want to make more cars of their future cars and maybe people will look back fondly as the 675LT is being one of the last non-electrified. Maybe, you know, yeah. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? it depends if they ruin their cars. Right. <laughs> if they find a way to ruin Which their I cars. Which I don't see yeah. them doing. Right now, I still see a 675 or a 650 as a depreciating car. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that there isn't some value in it, but I, I don't think it's an investment piece right now. Yeah. Thanks, Freddie. See you soon. Jake says, what reliable four-door sports sedan do you recommend as a daily driver that's less than seven years old for under 25000 Uh Mazda 3. Yeah. That's probably a good choice. A sports sedan, huh? Um, well, I mean, based few, on uh, about the criteria. A, one, of those fusion, uh, one of those fusion sports? Yeah. Fusion Sport is pretty solid. They drop like rocks a second they go out the door. You yeah. probably get a really nice one. Um, uh, what else? Like a, I mean, uh, you know what I just had? It's 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 like thirty though, but it's brand new. Is the Passat GT, and that car is going away. So you should grab one of those now. It's it's uh, that is a sleeper car. Really? It has a VR6 in it. Oh, really? Two hundred eighty horsepower. Okay. And the, and Volkswagen is killing their V6s, so this car is going away. Oh, okay. And, and the Passat sales suck because they're waiting for a new Passat. And then, uh, so imagine how much smaller the oh. sales are of the Passat oh. GT. Um, here's one for you. I mean, if a sports sedan could include a hatchback, if you wait, like, pretty soon, the early Focus RSs will be coming off lease. And they're going to be... Because I know the buyout on mine, it's horrible. Oh, and so they're going to be around twenty five, twenty six grand, which is a lot of car Tons for of for car. an off lease Focus RS. Tons of car. Uh, if you can get one, otherwise, um, Volvo S sixty R design could be fun. Definitely. Um, I think uh, a. I think you could probably get like a a three twenty eight I. Yeah. Uh, with a manual, and you can. There's a couple little tuning options for that four cylinder that pep it up a bit. Yeah. Uh, five door GTI for sure, right. or a golf, a used Golf R. Golf R. Definitely get a Golf well, R. Golf R's really hold value though. Do they? Yeah. Okay. I haven't. I, I don't know the do. market. They used to. I, I'm not sure. What can you get a fucking 
Can you get a used Chevy SS for under twenty five grand? I don't think so. All right, maybe not. unless it is unless it's too many miles because I yeah. think people just scoop those up and are just gra- holding on to them. What about S fours? Could be me. That seems well. The a new low. one is so good. So hopefully the 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 last gen is like. Hopefully those yeah. drop. I've not had a go in a brand new S4 it's, yet. It's so much better. Really? Yeah. All right. I have to call up Audi. Come on, Mark. Hook it up. Uh, thanks, Jake. I hope there's some recommendations in there. I don't know what else. Is there anything else from this? I think we gave him a lot of choices. I mean, seven years for under 20. I mean, you can get an STI for sure. You can get an Evo for sure for less than 25. Evo, You can get an Evo X for less than 25. Right. Evo 10. Um and the interior is worth less than twenty five hundred. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, J E something something whose name I can't pronounce. Wife and I are moving to New Jersey in January for two years. Oh, I'm sorry. Leaving a modded Mark V GTI in Australia. Want something I can't get in Australia? Oh, lots of choices. Um, anything left hand drive? I mean, I, shit. I, what can't you buy in Australia? Road probably our only car. Road trips only under twenty thousand. Road trips, like uh, road trips only, only. car. Um, <laughs> every car we just said for yeah. the last question. <laughs> yeah, dude. How about this? A Corolla XRS with a manual. So fun. Rev the snot out of it. Get good fuel economy. It's the with the with the Elise engine. Or I wonder if there's like a a pickup truck that they don't get in Australia. Ooh, that might be fun. Yeah, you definitely. There's no way. First, well, no. That Raptor is very much an Australian. Yeah, but can yes, you get like a go. fucking Dodge Ram in Australia? That's a good question. I don't know. Can you get probably our only car road trips? Get a Prius. Uh, <laughs> um, Jesus, I don't. I you know, I'm sorry, but that's a, something that I don't know what specifically get, isn't sold in Australia. You could get some kind of uh, classic American muscle car that didn't make it over there. Maybe too, if you if you Fox body. <laughs> road, tri- road trip with the fox body 20 grand gets you great fox body um you could buy a 1974 mercedes benz 280 sedan how dude how about a 300d no no Fuck no <laughs> no road i'm so road. happy my car is not a diesel get a beetle <laughs> baja bug for sure that'd be 100 percent. i'm sorry i don't i don't know specifically i mean a road tri- what, just think about this oh, no, no no they're gonna be in new jersey get like an 80s cadillac Oh, bro. Yeah. You get the nicest 89 Fleetwood in the world right. for under 20 or grand. Or a town car. Yeah, get a big American boat. A 100%. Panther, like a Panther platform car. Y- your road trips will be so much more comfortable. Yeah, just make sure the seats aren't blown out. And if you don't destroy it, you will not lose the money when you when your time is up here. Unless exactly. you're If you're going back to Australia. Oh, dude, how about this? If you want to feel a little bit at home. One of the importers get a Toyota Celsius, which is the JDM Lexus LS 400. You can literally get one with like 30,000 miles on it for like nine grand. Mm. So I would say that. Or an LS 400. I want a Toyota Century so bad. Fuck yeah, you do. Of course you do. <laughs> Lexus LS 400, I mean, 20 grand, you know, gets you, a, I mean, a fucking 15 gets you one of the nicest ones in the world. Right. And for an LS 400 or 430 if you want something better. Thank you, uh, whatever the hell your name is. Jail. Uh, d- I can't pronounce your name either. What used rear wheel drive or all wheel drive car under 20 grand is fun for the street, canyons, track, or off road? <laughs> It, with space for groceries or camping gear. Yeah, Example, every, every Subaru. Subaru. Yeah, Subaru. I mean, yeah, off-road is a big... You can't... You're ask, What you're asking for doesn't exist. Right. A WRX wagon is not good off-road unless you put 
tire, proper wheels and tires and suspension on it. If you put by a, a stock one, get destroyed. Buy a ten thousand dollar Mazda CX five, and they put ten thousand into fully modding it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean a juke. You could drive a juke. <laughs> a juke. Yeah, you could. Yeah. I, it's a guy I know who drives a juke on the track. You know, anything that is used as a rally car yeah. could be for that. But it's WR. It's some sort of Subaru. But if you're talking about track and canyons and off road, there's gonna have to be a lot of compromise. Air suspension. Stri- yeah, or slam it on bags and get different <laughs> wheels. I mean, but you're at, he's asking a lot. You're basically asking for something that doesn't exist, unfortunately. Rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive. Street, you want a car that does everything for no money. And, you know, those those Venn diagrams are three independent circles that don't intersect. Right. You know what I mean? Range Rover Sport SVR, but it's a little more than $20,000. I mean, you know, you could take anything... Subaru and put a mild lift on it and rally tires yep. and drive it off road. And well, one of uh, one of, uh, one of my friends who came to that podcast we did at the brewery, our two hundredth, um, he just got a ratty Forester and put a slight lift on it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Wes Seiler put a slight lift and and proper tires on an Outback and yes. it looks rad as hell. We have uh, a kid, Josh Ostrander, who helps me shoot some stuff and works for a wheel company, has a a leased. Golf all track, so mm-hmm. the golf wagon, and we just got KO2s for it. Yeah. So it's probably cool, right? Yeah. We're going to call it a uh, project least violation. <laughs> I mean, the idea of having a car that is off road. K- I mean, look, I'm building a safari car for to drive in the city. I mean, I'm not even, I'm going to go a wheel in a bit with it, but honestly, like the roads in my, in the roads that I drive and run errands in every day are shit. Yeah. And so the idea of having an off-road car to drive on these roads makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I hear safari term. It's funny. It's my project wagon is finally things are starting to happen mm. and I've wanted to safari it going back four or five years. And back then I said, this is going to be a trend and I'm going to be so late to it, but I don't care. I'm still going to do it anyway. Yeah, I feel you. Um, where are we? Thank you very much. Uh, oh, uh, Ben Van Deventer uh, made a donation. Says thank you for f- after freeloading for years. Thank you for uh, doing the podcast. You're welcome, sir. Barry says thoughts on the new Porsche 935. I think it's incredible. And I'm gonna pull it up because it it looks fucking rad. Look at this thing revealed at Rensport based on the GT2 RS, uh, 700 horsepower. Track only, right? Limited to seventy-seven examples. What do you think, Lucker? It's it's absolutely amazing. It looks cool. As uh, shit. And like I said before, I'm not some like Porsche guy. That car is fucking incredible. It's cool. They're only making seventy-seven. They're track only. Here's the secret: you don't want one because next year the road car, the road car. All right, that's the one you want. Is the road? You know what the fuck are you supposed to do with this thing? Yeah, you know what I mean. You, you, it's like it's like eight hundred grand I mean, unless you are actually going to track it. But well, yeah, but I guess yeah, but they're not. You're, there's not going to be no a series. series right. you, I mean, maybe you can run them in like time trial or. You is, know, but is there know. like an exhibition or spec type class like a like a like or an something XX, like a Ferrari XX Corsa Cliente type program or not even that? Like, are there in endurance racing? Is there any class that this would be allowed to be? No, it's not a race car. This is not a race car. This is a track car, but not a race car. The Uh, back is where it's fucking at. Look at that. I I mean, look, good for them. Like, I'd rather them do this than continue to build 1998 Porsche turbos like they did at Pebble Beach. Remember, they built a brand. You know what I mean? Which also isn't road legal. No. And, you know, Aston Martin is built. will build you a fucking Goldfinger DB5 or something like 
I'd rather them build, right. you know, I, what Ferrari's doing with that monoposto thing. Like, yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. fucking yeah. rad. Like, build me something new that evokes the heritage. I don't want you well, to so continue building some old they're shit. They're all building, they're all kind of doing all of that yeah. because all of everybody's like, yep, here's my money. Yeah. Rich people are very fucking rich. Yeah. They really are. Um, I, you know, he and Barry has a point. Can't figure out who it's for besides for collectors to mothball, but can't blame Porsche for cashing in on trend. Totally valid points. I think some people will drive them. I think when they come out with a street version, people will drive those around a little bit. But yeah, I mean, some of these Porsche collectors, they got a lot of fucking money. Lots of money. And it doesn't matter. They buy everything. And some of them go to the track. I mean, I know some guys in the Middle East who have crazy cars and have, and, and they take them to racetracks, you know? Swiss plates on the back and fucking whatever, bro. I know a guy. Switzerland is the My homie in, uh, in, in Dubai has a cup car. Like a current generation Jesus. cup car, and he put tags on it. And he's driving around. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's it a probably good has like experience. plate nine eleven two that cost it's, nine million dollars. I just ran into a very nice uh, Saudi national in at the top of the snake in a nine eleven R who had the license plate nine one one R R R. The plate itself must have been two hundred thousand dollars. I mean, just so Christ. so crazy. Um, I love how those just fell off a cliff. Right, value wise. Yeah. Oh, dude, that makes me laugh. But I still love. You know what? I could oh, tell the car's awesome. when he drove the car up the snake. You know, from a distance, it looks like a GT3 Touring. Yeah. But the sound it makes different. is distinctly different. And I go, that's an R because you can hear. You can actually hear the difference. It's a deeper note. It's not a piercing note like the GT3 is. Interesting. Very, very interesting car. Hmm. Um. Let's see. Turb, Turberg G says, Turberg. Turberg says, I'm visiting LA next week. Could you recommend some car related events or activities? One, the Peterson, rent a car and, and hit up the canyons. Um, uh, depending on what days you're here, Supercar Sundays in Woodland Hills at the, uh, Westfield Mall on Topanga. That's every Sunday morning. Um, you can come out on Sunday to Bill's, aka the Malibu Kitchen and hang out with the Porsche crowd on the porch. Um, I don't, I don't know of any specific events that are happening next week. Um, I just say rent something, uh, fun, either through Hertz or Enterprise, like Dream Collection or whatever you call it, or Turo, and, yeah. uh, and hit the canyons, have fun, go to the Angeles Forest and play. There's, Stay um, on your side of the double yellow. Yeah, seriously. There's, uh, every Saturday, if you make it down to Orange County in San Clemente is Cars and Coffee. How it's, is that one? Good. It's been good. Yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty good. I love San Clemente. What a great little town. It's lovely. I just, I just was near there. I went to the Ohana Fest. Oh, at Dana yeah, Point, you son of a it was bitch. good. It I'm was so really, jealous. really nice. Eddie Vedder, ah. Mumford and Sons, uh, Beck performed, and I, I did my new my new guy that I like is called um, uh, is it Fantastic Negrito? <laughs> I think it, I, it was this black dude. It was like a what? Yeah, uh, I think it's Fantastic Negrito. Yeah, this guy, this guy rocks, dude. He this guy put on a killer set. He reminded me of like uh, Fishbone. You ever listen to Fishbone yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day? This guy was all about it. He had a fucking hard band. Wow. He was great. Check out the Fantastic Negrito. Awesome. They were really good at Ohana Fest. Sweet. Um, I'm sorry I don't have anything else. You definitely go to the Peterson. A hundred percent. It's a must see. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got it. Drive the canyons. I mean, I, I'm I'm not very social, unfortunately, anymore. But yeah, su- uh, Saturday, San Clemente, uh, which is about 60 miles, 70 miles south of L.A. 
Maybe. It's a little, 70 seems long, but it maybe might be Maybe 60 right. miles south of L.A. And then Woodland Hills is in the valley, but it's near the Malibu Canyons if you want to go on Sunday morning. And I think that's just, I feel like it's Supercar and Sunday. If you really love Fast and Furious, go to Neptune's Net for lunch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. If you are, it's SupercarSunday.org? Yeah. Oh, nope. <laughs> SupercarSunday.net? Sorry. Sorry, folks. Dot .gov? I think it's dot .net. Nope. Uh, did I spell that wrong? I don't know. Just Google Supercar Sunday and you'll find it. Yeah, and if you want to get some good seafood, go to Neptune's Net. Which is, is it good? Web. Yeah, okay, I've totally. Never I've never been. I've no, never been it, by it. I'm it sure. actually, it doesn't look like it would be. Yeah, because but sometimes you can, those places are good. You can almost never trust something right on the water. But, because, you know, the view will will carry that a place like that long past the food. But... The uh, that's where they Brian and Dom talk about race wars right. and Fast and Furious. So um, I never you. knocked on no one. Right, different scene. But yeah, uh, Nathan says getting two days of driving school is an engagement gift. All right, congratulations on getting engaged. AMG Academy, which has my car, or Porsche Experience Center. Uh, also, I live in Seattle. Dirtfish before or after HPDE. Oh. All right. Would you rather learn in your own car at the AMG Academy or experience something else? What do you think, Jeff? I personally think you should go. And this just isn't just because I love Benz over Porsche. I mean, if you're going to learn how to handle your car, even though it's not really your car, and like, is it in your car or are you driving the simile of your car? Or for simile? no, it would be it would be It'd their be a cars. Car, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah go car, yeah. thrash a C63 or whatever car you yeah. have. Absolutely. And AMG Academy is supposed to be pretty good. Zach went and had, came back, had great things to say. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of drifting. That's um, what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I love the Porsche Experience Center. I had a great time there. The cars and the facility were excellent. But I agree with Jeff. The opportunity to learn car control in your car is a skill that you can really take away, especially considering learning how to do some of this shit in a Porsche versus your front engine rear drive car will are slightly different things and i would save porsche experience for later good point um also you live in seattle i mean look if you can swing dirt fish before you then you'll be starting at a higher level of skill yep um i i we, again like we said before definitely recommend dirt fish thank you very much nathan uh blakesley woody says k24a2 turbo swap my ep3 that's a civic or buy a Fiesta ST. I'm attached to my EP3 and don't want to sell it, but I have a hard time justifying owning two hot hatches. Do you want a new daily driver or right. do you want a project car? Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I can't tell you, I can't answer that question for you. I mean, that'd be a fun Civic with that engine, but yeah. Civics are fucking rad, dude. Right. A well set up Civic is super fun. You know, but you're talking about an old car with a crazy modified engine versus a Fiesta ST, which even if you modify it a bit, is still a reasonably refined fucking Bluetooth CarPlay. You know, CarPlay with Waze is the yeah. best thing ever. Air, air conditioning, right. all that shit. You know, it's like it's you're real. You know, it's funny you, as you get older. Like if we were doing this and we were twenty, we'd yeah. like, dude, definitely durable swap. Motor swap it, bro. If it's not, if you don't cut the springs, you're a pussy. Yeah. Uh, now I'm just like, all you need is a GT3, and you can <laughs> throw everything else away and leave it stock. Which one comes with heated seats? That's right? the one I'd choose. I mean, look, we love the Fiesta ST. I love one, and our Fiesta ST was as fast in the canyons as like any fucking supercar, realistically. Um, Slow and- car, fast. Like to the best degree. Yeah, and you ha- you do have a certain level of refinement with a car like that. It's got it's got air conditioning, heated, and a warranty, heated seats, and a, <laughs> possibly a warranty. So I would say Fiesta ST. Um, 
But, you know, if, if one is your daily and one is your project car, there's nothing wrong with two hot hatches. You know, you can always sell the Civic later. True. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, R. Beloy says, uh, thank you for making my Honolulu commute terrible. Now, I think they Ooh. meant to type shorty commute. Sh- no, how shardy? They, they type shardy. Shardy so Honolulu commute. If they're on a plane, they Traffic are shitting sucks their in pants. Hawaii. It's probably shardy. <laughs> what is your favorite cannonball run movie car? I have an obvious one. Uh, are you going to say the ambulance or no? No, the coon, I mean, the Countach in the opening sequence. Yeah. Even though it's a wonky ass Countach with the weird fucking fwing. I prefer the Countach from Speed Zone. <laughs> oh, that skips across the water? So the Cannonball Run Countach is a really weird car. Well, because it's got the, the. Look at this bizarre thing. So do you know that the Countach did not. Oh, here's a better picture. This is. Here's a, oh, this guy's got a collection, huh? So the Countach in 82 or 83 when Cannonball Run came out. Did not have a wing. They the Cannonball Run people, the movie people, put the rear wing and the front wing I knew the front on wing, the car. Yeah. The front wing is super dumb looking. Yeah, yeah. But people liked the rear wing so much that it later became actual Lamborghini equipment. I did not know that. And oh, here's one. Here's the other. The the other Kunta, the one where they changed the color. Oh, with the, yeah. They hose off the red and it becomes white. Yeah. There's so much to love about a Cannonball Run Countach. And then in the Speed Zone one. Skip, skip, skip. It's so oh, awesome. <laughs> in spe- I speed, if you haven't seen Speed Zone, it is, it's Cannonball Run 3, basically. Right. And in the opening sequence, they skip a Countach across a lake like a fucking stone. The grandfather's trying to teach the son how to skip stones. <laughs> and then this car just comes into the scene. Like that, Grandpa? <laughs> yep. Oh, so good. Here's what you don't want: an anniversary with no wing. Yikes! I um, don't. I, what do you like for Cannonball I Run like movie cars? I like the older w- wingless ones, though. The LP 400s. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. The LP 400 is stunning, but you don't I want. Mean, actually, in Speed Zone, what I really love, even the, before the pull skipping, up, pull up, pull up a list of the Cannonball Run cars so I can refresh my memory because I'm just, I don't want to just go with the Lamborghini. Okay, hang on, Cannonball like, Run cars. DB5 let's get, a, let's get. So here we go. We've got the ambulance. I got a oh, screaming I chicken transam a DB5 Daytona. Was that Oh, the Daytona is Spider from the Cannonball Run movie. How about this weird Volkswagen uh thing? Is that what that was? Yeah, it breaks down halfway through the film. Oh, uh, then you've got the Sheik with the rolls. Yeah. The rally rolls. <laughs> you got the Hawaiian Tropic. That's good. What is this photo? NASCAR from? thing. Oh, this is Alex Roy. <laughs> that's why I was that's why I was curious about that's that. Up, but that's the actual van. Oh, this is the one Jackie Chan drove, right? Yep, Jackie Chan had a Subaru. Uh, is it a Justy or a Legacy? That or? is a Legacy, I think. That Subaru Leon, 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 which is probably yeah. something else here. Oh, the Cannonball Run cars list of the best Cannonball Run cars: Subaru Leon, the Countach. Oh, yeah, baby, there we go. SEL, <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. in the Ferrari 308, the ambulance. Oh man, um, a Daytona. Is that was the Daytona in the movie? There's a Daytona okay. in Speed Zone, certainly. The two chicks, yeah. they steal it from the mustache like right. porno guy right. with the fuzz buster. Yeah. <laughs> Check out our new fuzz buster. Uh, the Daytona is one of my favorite cars of all time, so it's hard for me not to choose that one. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I agree with you on that. They're both. I mean, I don't, I don't agree there's, with you, but I think it's a good choice. The, there's a, a handful of um, old school Top Gear videos mm. that you know stand out as being amazing, and the one is when. Um, Hammond drives, I think he drove to Portofino or something. In the Daytona. On, like, the, yeah. the film was shot beautifully. Didn't, uh, wasn't that James May in a boat? James May was <laughs> in a boat. And then it, it cuts like Hammond in traffic. Yeah, yeah. But like the opening shots of him whipping down the yes. Autostrada, holy that shit. That was a beautiful film. Oh. That was a, that was a really good era of Top Gear. 
Because I think that's the same era when Clarkson does a video on the V12 Vantage, and it's like a good. He's saying it as yeah, if it's, it's like a, a goodbye. good goodbye thing. Yeah, I think that was the end of the, that. Was the last episode of the season, right? Was the Vantage? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. That was a great film with that Daytona. I like that a lot. Yep. Daytona's. I hear I've never driven one. I hear they don't drive so good. Really? But they. Mm. But I mean, they get on the highway. They go. But I hear. I hear they're a little truck like. But, I believe you know, it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you could describe a Coontosh Again, probably as probably I, that means I'd probably love it. <laughs> <laughs> um thanks, R Beloy. Uh Car Fun says, huge fan of you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thoughts on wealthy YouTubers buying cars, giving reviews versus professionals providing reviews. Well, I ain't poor, so I'm not gonna totally <laughs> I am. So myself. let me chime in. Uh even though I no. Um I don't I don't watch any of it. Yeah. I don't hate these guys for doing what they're doing. As long as they don't pretend like they made their money doing this. Yeah. That part's bullshit. Um, but like, like, uh, I, I don't want to lump Doug into this cause he doesn't review his own cars, but Doug has made some good money doing this and yeah. other things, but he's great at it. Freddie is crushing it with what he's done with his channel. Yeah. But then like, I could never watch, uh, no offense to them, but it's just not my thing where, uh, a vehicle virgins video doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I, I don't see a lot of, I don't, first off, I don't watch anyone's videos. Right. I just don't. So I don't have an opinion. I can't have an opinion on anyone's shit. I haven't seen. I know a lot of the kids in like England, like, you know, are the, the children of Titans and buy supercars and, yeah. you know, and I don't, not to drop a specific name or multi, you know, whatever. If they, if you do the work, right. You know, like then you're going to be successful one way or the other. Like, right. you know, there's guys who are very wealthy, but they crank out 20 videos a month. And I know how hard that is. Tons of work. And it, you know, all the money in the world doesn't mean you didn't show up and make those videos and do right. that work. But I, I, I have a problem with people who pretend that their money comes from places it right. doesn't come from. Yes. I think that's, it's, I think that sets a bad example. It sets an unrealistic example for people. Like, f like the people who've done the most with the least are like regular car reviews. Oh, 100%. Freddie. Yes. Um, uh, B is for build is done B really is for, well. Yeah, B is for build. Um, uh, that Chris Fix guy. Yep. You know, um, and some of those engineering guys, explained. Yeah, his, his, his niche is perfect. Yeah, and yeah. Crushes it. And I, I, I have you know, I, I come from money, and that that's fine. I, I'm not sorry for it. It is what it is. And I wouldn't be able to do what I do if I didn't have the um. Not that my father just gave me money ever. I had to fucking work and I earned my own money, but I didn't have to have a fallback. I was able yeah. to take the risk of moving to California, starting this channel. I got a loan from my dad, you know, to get started. Right. Um, and, and, and I wouldn't have been able to get where I am today without the confidence of going, you know, if this goes to shit, I don't have to feed a family of four. Right. I'm going to be, you know, the worst thing that'll happen is I'll have to ask my dad for rent money. Fortunately, that never happened. But having the confidence to, to, to press forward with the career a hundred percent, um, because I knew that I wasn't going to end up living in a cardboard box, you know, that you had was a helpful. safety net that you didn't need to use. Yeah. And it was there. And I, I have to acknowledge that it's there. Yeah. And that, um, 
when I was born, my dad wasn't rich. He got rich during my lifetime, mainly when I was like in high school and college, actually, um, which I think is why I'm not a complete asshole. Only th- I'm only half an asshole. Um, but um, I, I know I think I, we, I consider both of us automotive journalists as opposed to like YouTubers. Right. I, and I almost we do things that allow us to be in that. But at the same time, there's also an entertainment factor yeah. a little bit yeah. because of there's a certain personality, I think, that yeah. people like. But yeah, I never really think of myself as a YouTuber. Right. No, me either. Especially because I don't have the audience for it. But no, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm blown away by what Freddie has accomplished. And, mm-hmm. and as a friend and a fan, I'm just super pumped for him. Yeah, I'm much more impressed by somebody that really does create something from nothing right. and I try and help them in any way I can whether it's sharing their stuff or advice or whatever the fuck it is. Um, you know, I'm proud of people like that like like Brian and and Nick from Regular Car Reviews and Freddie and and Doug and um, you know, Doug, Dougie's doing all right. Doug uses the word summer as a verb. I don't I'm not, I don't feel so bad for Doug. <laughs> Doug Doug's crushing it. Oh, I love that guy. I I love Doug. His videos aren't for me, but he does. He's so good at what turning yeah. out his content. I yeah, I dude, whatever whatever it is he's doing, good for fucking Works. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I can be. I'm jealous. Yeah, on one level. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm jealous, but at the same time, I'm jealous. But I, you know, he he does his thing based on the thing that he wants to do. Right. He wants to poke around those cars and find weird shit. I just want to go out and drive the thing fucking fast. Yep. So I would never transition to what Doug does no. in order to get some of that no. market. I if, either watch or don't watch, but I'm doing the thing I want to do. Yeah. You know, so and, that, and, and, and you, you say we both said jealousy, but it's more of like a, like a friendly, no, it's we're a so fun happy. Jealousy. Yeah. yeah it's a fun jealousy. Like when he, when he announced he bought that GT, I was like, holy fuck, shit. Somebody's <laughs> pimping. Yeah. No, he was, he's a balling ass motherfucker right, right now, you know, buying Carl Brower's GT like a boss yeah. good for him he you know he, he deserves it he's yeah. he's shown success and he wants a fun thing and and a gt is a you know you're not spending that money you're just literally no pun intended you're parking that money right you're gonna get that money back yeah yeah you yeah. know for I, sure. I have a close friend um whose father passed away like a year ago and he sold off a bunch of cars from his mm. collection but held on to some big ones and one of the cars in there is a i think sub 400 mile Wow. 05 GT. Wow. Yeah. What? Well, see, that's a shame because the, the virtue of that car is that you can't drive it. Is it the, is the miles? They've you know put what I mean? maybe 200 miles on it. They bought it with 250 miles. I mean, I think a GT is a great place to park money, but I think it's a little sad if you buy one. I understand the appeal of buying a museum car, but I think it's a little sad if the miles are too low to drive. That's yeah. kind of why I had to get rid of my DeLorean. A lot of the virtue of that car was, you know, the originality and the restoration, but also the very low miles. And, you know, I, I, I had the car for two years. I doubled the mileage and I was just like, uh, if I do this again, I'm not going to get my money back. And yeah. so, so I, you know, I was still surprised when you sold that one. You know, if it was good at anything, <laughs> I probably would have. It was so good at sitting in my garage and looking, looking pretty. Cool. Yeah. But it was like, too hot to drive. You know, it got so fucking hot in there. It was like a greenhouse. So it didn't have good brakes. So right. you couldn't drive it in the canyons. It, it, it didn't have good traffic mannerisms either. And so if it's not good at running errands and it's not good at 
going in the canyons, what is it for? And I think a car like that is really for uh, someone who can drive it at a medium cruise. At if a you medium li- pace? Yeah. <laughs> Put it in and out at a medium pace. <laughs> you know, if you lived in like West Virginia yeah. and could kind of just cruise, hills. cruise through the suburbs, or it like would be a lovely. Texas Hill Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would be fine. But in LA, our options are traffic or Bonsai Canyon Run. Right. And it's not good at either of those things. Right. That makes sense. Jeff Glucker, follow him, Hooniverse Jeff on a Twitter, uh, Instagram. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm and Jay Glucker on Twitter. Jay Glucker on Twitter. I didn't line them up because I'm an idiot. And uh, Hooniverse, of course, YouTube, podcast, the whole fucking website. shebang. We're redesigning our website. We got that I saw your new soon. business cards. Yeah, look fancy, at that. These are fucking, fancy, huh? those are looking nice. Look at that. Come yeah. on over. Uh, those look good. I'm a fan of those. Thank you. Um, what else? Do you want to promote anything else? Um, go, yeah, just go watch our, our, our videos on YouTube and go to our website and read our stuff. I, we did a video that I was really proud of, which means no one watched it. <laughs> Whenever you do one of those. Oh my God. My favorite videos. Nobody. So we did, did a video. We went down to wide open Baja. Mm. We spent two days, two driving days down there, three nights. The video, I, I thought it was pretty awesome and it doesn't have a lot of views. So if you, if you can throw a view, like go watch it, see if you like it. If you don't click off it, I don't, you know, fucking at least, but I'm trying to give but us the third of a go, cent. Go watch that video for me, please. All right. Thanks for coming up, buddy. Course, I appreciate buddy. it. Always good to see you. Uh, love to the family. All that shit. <laughs> Do it again. Namaste. The, uh, I'm sure I'll see you for Radwood, if not before. Yeah, I think so. And the pre-Radwood party at my house again. Okay, cool. That's the night before Radwood. Sweet. It's also my birthday. We uh, it. Same thing, right? Yeah, last same year, as last right, year. Right, yeah, yeah. Co- Radwood-themed costume party pre- at the Farrakut. <laughs> it's right. going to be fun as hell. Sweet. Hannah's going to have to top little Kim with a titty out. Yeah, that was that's it was bold. That's going for it. Man. Hannah commits, dude. My baby commits. I love that shit. All right, thanks to all you for listening and watching. Uh, if you're with, if you're with us live and played on the super chat, we love you even more. I will have what's oh the next show is me and Zach on Thursday afternoon. It's just gonna be me and Zach. I haven't seen Zach in three weeks, I believe so it's it. gonna be a He's catch a busy up, man. catch up show for Zach and I. Uh, the Smoke Entire Podcast is, as always, powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. It's easy. You just need a microphone, a way to connect to the internet, and something to say. Leave us a review on iTunes. Help keep us high in the rankings. The Smoke Entire Podcast is the number one automotive podcast by episode downloads every fucking week. We have last week we had seven of the ten most downloaded automotive podcast episodes. Keep that up. Thank you very much. Good night.